This week's episode of Here's Don't Get is brought to you in part by dynamically inserted ads. Dynamically inserted ads, a great way to ruin the flow of your podcast and alienate viewers. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I am your host, Tab Burt, and right now I am alone, but coming up in this episode, every single co-host, that's right, we got Buck, we got Tony, we got Tim, we got Chaco, all in one big what looks to be a three-hour episode. So uh, this was a spite producer request actually quite a while ago to do this this themed episode. We're talking about podcasts except for one um, host who neglected to pay attention to the prompt. And you guys can just figure out who that is as the episode continues. But for the most part, we're talking about podcasts. And I thought that this would be a great week to release it. Because as as most people know, this weekend is the TDS WATP crossover event in Philadelphia that I'm going to. I'm flying out the day after today. And I thought all these people that are traveling, they need something to listen to. They need an extra beefy podcast to bridge the gap as they get to uh, Philadelphia and get away from Philadelphia. And, um, you know, we get to throw some shade at our friend Carl a little bit and for some of the stuff that he's doing in his podcast. So I... Uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm going to be back at the end to do some voicemails, but um, coming up all the way from Paraguay, it's our friend El Chaco. Thanks, Tab. Here's what I don't get. Sound issues. (laughs) Sound issues. Just like that. Not getting your sound cues, um, not having the right volume uh, regulation. I mean, I hate that. I hate Eat that when like you know you got like four people talking but one guy's mic is way up and one guy's mic is like way down and then you like crank it up for the way down guy and all of a sudden like you know johnny johnny hot mic comes in just like you know blaring as, at, at full speed and the other thing i can't stand too man is uh is out of sync audio so something that like happens when we do certain things like this where all of a sudden like you get just a little bit out of sync between these different uh feeds of the audio and you'll have a person laughing like two seconds before the joke punchline hits, or you have them hitting it way after, and it just throws the whole thing off. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing that I think about all the time is, is like, it's like, it's an audio podcast. You've got one fucking job. Like, you've got one job. It's, a, it's one thing to, to because your whole thing is placed in the earbuds. And so to not have that consideration at a time for people is is just it's inexcusable and 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 the thing that i I, it happens so much uh like and 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 the hard part is especially when the most interesting people have the like shittiest sound production (laughs) and so you're like trying to listen to them and like i don't know i don't know if you're picking up the echo in my office right now i it seems to be a little bit more echoier on my end but i mean you know thankfully i've got a decent microphone so you don't hear it as much but man, I hate that when like you can like people recording them on their phones or they're recording them in the car <laughs> they're, when they're they're in the car with the like iPhone headset and and just holding that little crap 
fantastic inline mic up to their mouth and just being like, uh, today's episode of, uh, you know, here's what I don't get is brought to you by my shitty little microphone. And exactly. just like, what the fuck, dude? Well, it's like, it's, it's akin to like writing, like, like publishing your book on toilet paper, you know what I mean? Or like, or like spilling ink all over like the, the front page of your newspaper, missing half of the, the stories and then, uh, you know, and just passing it off. Like it's like a professional thing. Like it's, it's, it's inexcusable. Um, I get it if you're just starting out, but like, there's a lot of podcasts out there that are like, yeah, fuck it. I did. I just, I'm a boomer when it comes to audio and then I just, I'll never get around to it. And then they just Big never ones. do. Yeah. Like the nervous <laughs> podcast. I listened to an episode of that for the, uh, for WATP. And he's like interviewing John Cleese and John Cleese is on some piece of shit laptop calling in via Skype and he's oh, yeah. on just some crappy USB mic. And it's like, you make thousands and thousands of dollars as a podcaster, get a fucking studio. Yeah. And, and like you can help your guests out too. Cause like when we were doing early episodes of here's what I don't get, like, man, I would have to give a lot of the guests a heads up. Please record your own audio. Send me the MP3 afterwards. Put it in mono. That's the other thing. Put it in mono. Okay. So the thing is, is like stereo is great when you're like the, the fucking Beatles and you've got like, you know, like wall of sound shit going on. And, and you know, it, there's like one of my favorite, uh, for example, um, you know, I, 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 I've always had headphones in my ears always. Like, I mean, I had like some, one of the best Walkmans back in the day and you know, I actually, it was funny. Cause like, I remember when the first buds came out, like first earbuds came out to put in your ears and like you'd, you'd lose them. And then like, there would be audiophiles like myself who would be like upset if like I was listening to the left ear on the right ear, and the, left, yeah. and the right ear on the left ear. And so what I would do is I would play house of pains, jump around because in the, in the song jump around, they play with the audio and there'd be a part where uh, there's like a voice saying, stay on the left, stay on the right, stay on the left, stay on the right. Right. And, and so it would be timed to the, to the, it would be set up for those things. And I mean, I love Buck. He's a great guy. He's one of my favorite people. Uh, but I remember, I think it was on Buck and Chaco. He like edited one of the episodes and he was getting cute with it. And he, and he like had it where I was on like one side and he was on the yeah. other side. And it's like, it's fine if you're like listening on your TV or something like that. But if you're listening to your headphones, it will, it, it makes you feel like you're like playing an audio tennis game in your head. It's like serve over here and then over there and back and forth. And oh, it's just headache and it's just the worst you can do like like a 15 percent pan just so it it kind of feels like oh i got a buddy over here and a buddy over here but if it's like hard left and hard right this week's episode of here's how get is brought to you in part by holocaust denial holocaust denial always part of a balanced breakfast these damn dynamically (laughs) inserted ads the adl that uh, that sponsored our show (laughs) yeah yeah, it oh, seems man. like something was, was, speaking of weird audio issues, it felt like that was all in one ear, not even in both ears. <laughs> what the hell was that? In one ear and out the other. Um, Ridiculous. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Holocaust Denial, for the... For the yeah, for thanks, the Holocaust Denial, for the uh, extra, extra money. Uh, yeah, that I got to figure out how to turn that dynamically inserted ad setting off on this Yeah, that's... Uh, that 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 throws you right off. I mean, yeah. that that, that kind of pair, pairs into the whole thing. But I mean, can you think of any other 
sound issues that come up that you're aware of when you listen to your podcasts? Oh, when, when the whole, so one of the big things on listening to WATP, like Patrick Michael, his podcasts are all super duper quiet. So they have to bump it up. So then you hear all this static and like you said, you know, people listen in their headphones or they listen in their car. Like nobody is, is getting like a big hi-fi system with a nice, beautiful left, right. And a subwoofer and getting in there and then, you know, pop, popping on Joe Rogan podcast and just being like, you ever do DMT? And going like, yeah, Joe Rogan, yeah. <laughs> you know, people are listening to these things on the move, on like whatever devices around. Sometimes they're listening out of their phone speaker. And so like you really need to boost that volume, get that volume really crisp and loud so that I can keep my the volume on my phone at like 70% or, yeah. or whatever. Um, the other thing that I fucking hate in podcasts, Ed and – I've caught this listening to WATP more and more and more is a lot of podcasts will not put a low pass filter on when they like master their show. So all of these P's and B's and T's like the plosives that hit the microphone. Now you're editing on your editing it like on your laptop or worse editing it on your phone or whatever, or you're listening with earbuds and you don't have like a nice big set of cans and mm -hmm. it all sounds fine. But then you plug that shit into your car where it has like a bass. And if you have a car that has a nice bass system, all oh, of a sudden all yeah. that like, boom, boom, or they'll be low. No end. pop filter. Yeah. No pop filter is a bad one. There'll be low end like noise that you don't hear in headphones, but you do hear it in the car. And so it'll just be this like low rumble that I'm driving around listening, not to listening to WTP specifically. I'll be listening to the podcast they're playing. And I have literally skipped whole WTP episodes because like I couldn't handle the clips being so low and rumbly. And it's just like, guys, fucking you know, I, when I master our show, there's one final step where, well, first off, I roll all the lows out of all of our audio tracks, but mm -hmm. it goes through a final pass where I boost everything and then compress it down and put a hard limiter in. And like, that's what finally comes out, like that Metallica eyes, mostly even sound. Mm -hmm. And like you you can't fucking throw an EQ on anything. Cause that's, that's what's happening is they're just like, yeah, I got my little USB uh, snowball or Yeti or whatever fucking little <laughs> USB thing. And I yeah. hit record and it sounds fine. Like my little Reaper track looks fine. It's like, no, 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 you got to use EQ. You got to use EQ. I was, it's true. it was funny. My mentor from college called me a couple nights ago, you know, just to check in and see how I was doing. I had come up in conversation and, you know, it was, it was a nice gesture. And so we got to talk in business and we were talking about this and that. And, uh, and I was telling him about some of the stuff that I'm like teaching my crews. And I told him about, you know, one day we had nothing to do. So I was just like, I set this guy loose on the soundboard. He wanted to learn more about the soundboard. And I was like, here you go. Here's a soundboard. Here's, uh, this is how you make it louder. This is how you make it quieter. All right. None of that matters. Here's the EQ you can shape the sound with the, all these little faders. This is cool. Right. And so I just would put on some music and I let him play with the EQs for a little while. And then I said, okay, now what I want you to do is I want you to make this EQ sound like it's come. I want him, you to make this full theater sound system sound like whatever the song is playing out of someone's iPhone and let him kind of approach making the EQ. What does that sound like? All right. What does it sound like if, the there's a party going on in the apartment next door and kind of play with those things. So we were talking, he's like, yeah, if you can learn EQ, none of the other stuff matters. 
like that is what makes sound good. Yeah, exactly. And podcasters don't do it. They're just like, I'm just going to shit this out, throw it up on. uh, Yeah. Let it be their problem. Yeah. Throw (laughs) it on. What's the anchor FM anchor.fm get paid. Even if no one listens and now it's your problem and your fucking headphones. Well, that's the thing too, is like, um, is like, uh, there's a, there should be, I don't know. I feel like to get onto some of these, these platforms like Spotify or to be even in the Apple store or anything like that, like you should be able to meet a minimum standard. I think there should be like at least a minimum standard. And like, for example, like when we were, I had the Yeti. I had the I had the shitty Yeti uh, um, microphone for a while, and I was doing it through USB. And I mean, I know for a fact, like you know, because I've you got know, mine right here. Exactly, <laughs> garbage. They're absolute garbage, and especially on a show like this where we like rage and we go and we throw our voice yeah. and do all that kind of stuff. Like you have to be careful with that because the thing is, I didn't know because like I I had done two other podcasts before. Here's what I don't get. And like one of them was like a, just like a mining investment show. And so like all of it was like, you know, pretty monotonal. Like it wasn't like I was like, you know, getting real active with it. And so it was even just in learning with, here's what I don't get that like the concept of clipping out. All right. And like <laughs> a lot of these people don't get this concept of clipping out and it's awful. <laughs> it's, it's like awful on the ears. And it's like that. I don't know. It's like, it, it takes you out of it. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if there's an audio issue, yeah. it takes you out of it. The other thing is like echoes. So I put my, I put in my name here, echoes. Like when, for example, like in your cans, if you don't have the the volume in that properly, and then all of a sudden you're hearing a bleed of the audio from the, from the, from your headphones into the microphone and it's got a slight delay. It's like the other person gets a little bit of an echo along the way. And it drives me nuts. Like it just yeah. drives me nuts. And like, Oh, and the worst is like, okay, here's the other thing then. And I don't know if anybody else is doing this in there. I don't want to step on anybody else's issue, but like a lot of these boomer podcasts and some of them are informative. Some of them have some good stuff to listen to, but it's boomer tech. So they're like doing like, you know, Skype calls with each other. Like, no, you know, we started with Skype. So like, I can't knock it that much, but like, you know, the guy will like drop off. And then like call back in and then like you hear the boop, beep, boop, Oh God. Beep, yeah. Beep, Edit boop, that beep, shit beep, out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, they don't, they don't get it out or they'll have like their telegram, like on, on their like desktop. And all of a sudden you're getting like little like notification signs in the background. Like, it, and they don't take those out either. Yeah, I think it's funny. Cause like in one of our, in one of our uh, signal groups, there was a, there's some posts about, TikTok videos and like people picking up on like a certain demographic of people who don't like to change smoke the battery in their smoke, <laughs> yeah, yeah. smoke detector Americans. And so, and so like, you know, even this, like even this right here, like I'm moving around in my chair, it's got creaks, it's got all kinds of like noises and stuff like that. And I'm please, if they pick up in the mic, leave them in. Cause I want the example on record. But I hate that kind of thing. I hate the sound of creaks. I hate the sound of like lip smacking. I hate the sound of like ice rattling in a glass. I hate the sound of burps. I hate the sound of coughs. I hate the sound. Heck, man, like I don't even like the word like. (laughs) I used to like take the word like out of uh, because when you're talking so much and you keep saying like, it's like 
you're watching on audacity and you're in editing and that's what i would use it's not the best it's not the worst but it's free so you go in and you just edit those out and you take them out so that that drives me crazy i can't stand it it's just the it's it's I would love to say it's lazy, but a lot of people just don't know that they're even doing it. And it's and just like the smoke detector thing, maybe they don't even pick up on it. I don't maybe, think they do. I, yeah. I don't think they do. And maybe that's because like, you know, I'm not autistic, but, you know, I have some moments. <laughs> and and <laughs> so, sound is my, my autism moment. And that drives me crazy. So... Welcome, Tony from Hack the Movies. Uh, good to see you, buddy. Hello. Do you ever do you ever run into sound like sound issues on po- podcasts that drive you nuts? Uh, yeah, a lot. Uh, not so much these days for my main show, but um, yeah, when I'm doing a thing through Streamlab and I'm uh, doing a live thing with Mint Salad, for some reason her microphone always sounds like it's underwater. Only when mm. she streams with me. When she does her own videos, it sounds fine. When she streams, it sounds fine. When she streams with me, she sounds like she's underwater. So yeah, audio issues. Uh, so you're gonna fire her, right? You have maybe to fire she's doing her. For that. like that's, a just, that's a fireable offense. <laughs> no, I would. I would never fire Mincel. I'd fire. I'd hire people and fire them before I fire Mincel. <laughs> also, I don't technically employ her, so that'd be kind of hard. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We can't figuratively <laughs> fire her. Got it, got it. But, but no, yeah, I no, used we to have... A couple- yeah, the uh, old show I used to work for, Rental Reviews, we had like a bunch of audio issues that we were always trying to sort out, uh, and I think we've had it figured out toward the end, and then the show got canceled. But yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, I have another one. Of, I have another one. Okay. Real yeah. quick, real quick. USB camera microphones. So like people like not having their actual microphone hooked up, but like their USB micro or camera is the, got a microphone on it and it picks up and they're the worst microphones in the world. And like, you'll get entire interviews with people where they have no idea that I'm their sorry. feed is coming through that. And you, like you scared me for a second. I thought maybe my camera mic was on and you guys were making fun of me. I had to like double check. <laughs> I, I was streaming. Actually, I was streaming the other day and I like bumped the mic and it switched to my camera mic. And for some oh, reason, no. when I plugged it back in, XSplit would not recognize that the Yeti was back in. So I had to like, restart the computer midstream uh but now i know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah Does, do you have something to add there tab no i was going to transition into the next issue can i stick around for a little bit or is that uh is that is that crowding your no, this is still our segment so tony's just here as a bonus yeah okay. i thought you were going to bring me on at nine i didn't know you were just going to throw me in randomly why not I didn't, even know, I didn't even know I was on until I looked at the screen. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm like on. <laughs> Why not? Well, uh, I'm glad I didn't like do I glad I didn't like jerk off while I was waiting or anything like that. Yeah, well, that would be a real embarrassing moment. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is going south real quick. <laughs> well, uh, here's my first issue about podcasts. Here's what I don't get. Pod fading. You got the right two guys for this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know when you have like your favorite Godzilla podcast and they haven't released an episode. God in damn you! <laughs> Look, we're trying to come back. We're almost there. <laughs> and the thing is, like, right? I'm still subscribed here, and it's like, what? Wh- wh- what's the going on with my favorite Godzilla podcast? 
Episode 51, Paul Gasari. <laughs> 10, 24, 21. Yeah, man. It's been like 18 Shame. months. Shame. Shame. Well, okay, I, Tony. Yeah. Have you pod faded? You've podded and faded a couple of times, right? I guess you mean like when you stop doing a podcast, basically. Without without saying you're going to stop doing the podcast. Like, So we hit episode 300, and it looked like the show was going to end. Yeah. You know, Tim and I had discussed it. We didn't really want to do the show remotely, mm. and now I only do the show remotely, uh, which is ironic. <laughs> but... Like we, it had been this conversation that Tim and I had had for a while because like I would apply for jobs that weren't in Tulsa anymore. And we would, we would discuss, okay, do we want to continue doing the show? Like we did when we first started and I, we lived in different cities. And like, at that point we'd been doing the show for three, two, two, three years Mm -hmm. in person, like sitting down in the studio, you know, it was a day of recording was like an event, you know, I would, I would pick up Tim. We would you know, go eat dinner. We would go do the show. We would like drive home. I mean, it was like the best best of times. You know, my my best mm. friend and I got to spend a lot of time together, talk <clears> about <throat> all the useless inane bullshit we talked about, and people enjoyed it. And so, it was always this conversation: like, do we want to keep doing the show? Do we want to keep doing the show? And so, when I was like, I'm moving to St. Louis, we decided let's end it at 300, and we made this announcement of let's end it at 300, and then we released 301 and it was like, I like, we solved this problem, yeah. but you weren't just going to be like, how oh, there was an episode. Here's what I don't get this week. I'm, maybe they missed a week. Oh, there's not an episode. Here's what I don't get this week. Maybe they missed a week. And, uh, and yeah. you know, well, yeah. So I, I have never intentionally done that. Uh, Casilla is just intentionally does it. <laughs> no, there, well, like I've always wanted to just keep on doing shows. Uh, Castle is on extended hiatus. Look, October 2021, my fans know, was a very rough month for Hack the Movies. A lot of shit was happening behind the scenes, and I had to focus on one thing over the other. I'm working on bringing it back. But no, do you're you right. Yeah. Chaco, do you know what happened in, in October 2021? <laughs> You know what? I'm sure I'm not even the only one. I don't know if we have to. I don't know if we have to get into it. (laughs) This is this is what happened. And I want to I want to set the record straight for everybody, especially Tony's fans. (laughs) This is what happened. Tony had a project and someone came in and upstaged him so completely that he was so embarrassed he had to cancel his Godzilla podcast. Oh, fuck you! (laughs) Someone came in and did such an impeccable Alex Jones impression (laughs) for an extended period of time. It just threw his whole world into chaos. And that is what really happened. And I'm really tired of these uh, these, uh, implications that there's something else because they're fucking stupid. It's not what happened. It's not the true story. All right, all right. Uh, But no... uh, uh, like I said, I used to do that show Cuddle Pile, and I wanted to keep doing it. And then the co-host was like, "Nah, I'm not doing it." And there was no, there was never a proper ending of that show because uh, ah. I, I got strung along saying, "Oh, well, maybe we'll do it next week." We'll do it, and then it never happened. And then Rental Reviews wasn't really a podcast, but that last episode wasn't intended to be the last. It just ended up being the last episode. We at least yeah. filmed something at the end of it saying it was the last episode. But no, I've listened to a bunch of podcasts like, um, oh, before he became before he got like real ripped and turned into a real asshole. Kumail Nanjiani, uh, the Indian comedian, he oh, had a really God. funny he had a really funny X-Files podcast when he was still like chubby and funny. Uh, he had a really good X-Files podcast. He had like writers and shit from the X-Files on it. It got so well that he ended up being the revival and that show just disappeared. 
it just it just disappeared. I'm like, wait, that was actually something really funny he was doing. And now well, he's he was now yeah. he's in the immortals, right? Like the No, this is way <laughs> before that. This is way before that. Uh, mm. And yeah, and it just faded away. And uh, yeah, there's been a couple other shows like that that I really like that just like, oh, when are they going to upload again? And then they never, ever do. <laughs> so many people. Well, I did like, one worse. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So many people will like they have this idea for a podcast and then they find out that it's more difficult than they thought. Like it's it's hard. It's not, mm. it's not hard. It's not really that hard, but there is. There's a, I think there's like a psychological thing, right? Where we all have momentum. I had this, there was this guy that I used to work with and he had like everything in life comes down to timing, lubrication, and drainage. It always comes down to those three things. Okay. Everything in life is either timing, lubrication, or drainage. And I, I have modified that by saying it's timing, lubrication, drainage, and momentum. And okay. momentum is a really important one because when you have momentum, it's easy to keep going. It's easy to get back in the studio and do an episode every week. But when you like, when you start to make compromises, you start to say, and like Tony, I'm sure you know this with it as with YouTube, you know, mm-hmm. you have to put those episodes out every week because yeah. if you don't, the algorithm is just going to be like, nope, get fucked. No episode this week, get fucked. Mm-hmm. And so the algorithm is not going to do that in your podcast app. Like your podcast app is going to download it anyway. Yeah. But if if I'm like if you miss a week, you miss two weeks, it's like I'm gonna find another podcast to fill in that gap that is now missing. And so people will start these podcasts, they'll do like five, six episodes, they have a really great concept. Or oh, we're gonna talk about Star Trek Deep Space Nine, or oh, we're gonna talk about the X Files. And then it's like, Oh, my co host couldn't make it this week, so I guess I won't do the show. And it's like, Well, fucking put out something. Keep the mm-hmm. momentum. Mm-hmm. And then and then it's just you start, it's like going to the gym. You just you skip one day yeah. and then you like and then you skip two days and then you skip five days and then the next thing you know you've been paying for gym membership for seven months you haven't gone fucking once <laughs> and 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 you're fat again and because you like lost that momentum and that's why like I, I you see like people talk about going to the gym and they're like go to the gym just go in there just like read a book don't touch a single machine just sit down on a bench and just fucking read a book read a magazine mm. like Eat a candy bar. Do something that feels good because then you'll start to associate that place with something that feels good and you'll go back again and you'll go back again. And so what pod fading is, is it's bad in the sense that you've kind of given up and you haven't said anything. You started this podcast and then you didn't give anyone a satisfying conclusion. But then it's also not willing to just come back. Like, okay, we we haven't done an episode in 18 months. Like, let's just, you know. Let's just Show pop out an episode. Hey, uh, I, I, you know, for all of those few of you that are still subscribed to our RSS feed, um, we're not going to be doing any more episodes. My co-host and I have artistic differences. Uh, <laughs> you know, you need like as as shitty as it was to lose the biggest problem way back in two thousand. That wasn't a fade. It it, it yeah. wasn't a fade. It wasn't no. a fade. We had that dickless final episode 107 where I was like, this is the last episode of Biggest Problem. End of podcast is the final issue. Tune in next week for Madcast Media's launching of uh, <laughs> Biggest Debate in the Universe. Like, that sucked, but it was like, all right. Oh, now I need to figure out what happened. Where's Dick? And that's what started the Dick universe. Yeah. If Maddox had just not released an episode for like five months, it would have just been None like, what happened? happened? Biggest problem? Yeah. No idea. I don't know. No, this wouldn't be happening. Exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> well, it's funny, actually. Yeah. Go ahead. I think the the key word is fade. 
Right. And it's just like, like you said, it's like, it's no announcement. It's no addressing of the issue. It's just gone. Mm -hmm. And I know for my, for my own personal thing. So like hot Chaco was going and that one wasn't a fade. That was a, an absolute like roadblock done obliteration disappear from the internet from the internet for for a long period of time and that was because you know i got doxxed and my like real life was like getting fucked with and stuff like that at the at the same time and it was like okay not only did i like not produce anymore i like took them all off of the internet like so that there was they were all gone um but like in the case like i'm glad you brought up about the biggest problem because it was at least in that regard you were given uh, even though it wasn't the best you were given closure yeah. And that's that. And, and what's funny with mine is like, I had actually recorded. So my last episode of hot Chaco, hot Chaco, uh, that got published was, uh, interviewing Ian miles Chong. And then my, but by the last one I recorded was with, um, biggest Mikey, who I think was your first guest as host yeah. of here's what I don't get. Yeah, Cause that was like Erica around the same time we kind of worked that out. So what ended up happening was the last episode of hot Chaco, he just pilfered and used as his own uh, episode for his own podcast. Uh, and, oh, it was a backdoor pilot. pilot. It was a backdoor pilot. Not really. His was already going. He just like oh. just used, just used it as his own thing. But, but like, yeah, backdoor pilots are, are, are another issue in and of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, we all, have that TV series, right. That like got canceled too soon or, mm. you know, like one of my, the example that stands out in my mind, my name is Earl Yeah, season four of my name is Earl ends with this big cliffhanger. Like we find out that Earl is probably Dodge's actual father and it's this cliffhanger ending and he's still got all this list. And then it just didn't get renewed for season five. Mm. And we just never got a season five and it like you it's on Hulu. It's a big show on Hulu or Netflix. Like it's, it's constantly popping up in the, in the like trending now on Hulu, new people discovered every year yeah. and no answer as to what the fuck happened in, in that show. Deadwood it's, was it's, mine. Deadwood was mine. And then they did the movie and the movie fucking sucked. It was awful. Yeah. And like, yeah. I was going like, to say It'll be better to what? just end it with a movie. I don't. I guess Deadwood didn't work out because, uh, yeah, did it try- later on. Yeah, you you you. I remember when the Deadwood movie came out, and my wife and I put it on, and we're like uh, trying to remember all the characters and like care about them again, and like mm. all this kind of stuff. <laughs> but like, what pissed me about off about that show is like that whole last season was building towards this big this big showdown with like the Pinkertons coming, and then it just. It, did nothing and it was over and it was like clearly a budget issue like hbo was like yeah we don't really want to like finance a western anymore westerns aren't cool so let's just move on and and it's just gone but actually hbo is one of the worst culprits of just ending shows without like warning or without um because they've done it with a few different series uh, where it ends kind of unceremoniously i mean and then when they do do a wrap up it's like you know don't stop believing by journey in a, in a, in a, in a, in a diner. Sopranos. Yeah. The, a finale is not inherently good. Mm. This episode good. is brought to you by air. No, uh, not fuck. the new Ben Affleck movie. Dynamic Just air, ads. regular old fashioned air. Keep breathing it. <laughs> it's good for you. <sighs> 
Thanks, Air. I appreciate it. These fucking dynamic ads. I it was annoying, but that guy's voice was uh, pretty good. I liked it. (laughs) I might actually breathe air. I don't know. I'm polluting it with this. These, the, you know, the dynamic ads, you're in the middle of a thought. You're trying to have this fucking conversation. They pop in with some fucking stupid ad about air. Now I've lost what I'm talking about. I, ah, most fucking To be fair, most things. dynamic ads, like, cut the audio of the regular show and just go off to it. And then, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I got to fucking back. figure out that setting then, Chaco. I don't know. I don't know what switch got flipped on the fucking, fucking board. Boomer. Uh, they, they keep they keep every fucking week. And we log. I log into Streamyard, and it's like we added this new feature. We add, we can put a little tiny Tony in the corner, and I'm like, why would I want that? And now here we are. <sighs> yeah, I am very, yeah, I'm the, glad the I'm very tiny compared to in. you two. <laughs> <laughs> the the problem with the pod fading is uh, like so um, years and years ago when Buck and I were doing this show like this other here's what I don't get show started it was a podcast mm-hmm. and it started after here's what I don't I remember get remember that yeah and it's like dude you didn't fucking Google what the, you weren't like I'm gonna <laughs> well, call my he, he show here's what I don't dick get about podcast. it too. Yeah, well, that guy just pod faded. He did like four or five episodes, and then it was like a month, and then he did like two episodes, and then it was a month, and then he did one episode, and then it was three months, and then he did one episode, and then he just stopped fucking posting. It's like, you're going to come in here, steal our fucking name, and then not even bother to like do a finale for people, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. I, I, I'm just, pretty sure the show would have had a different name if not for like Googling ahead of time, because I think dude, we had a couple of different uh, like what I don't get is or something like that. And we were like, I guess we have we're like, or it was like, what I don't get was something else. So we had to throw in the here's, <laughs> you know, just to differentiate. Yeah. Just a different. So like I used to work for this band and the midlife crisis, right? Mm-hmm. You fucking Google Google right now, midlife crisis band and the name of your town and the name mm-hmm. of any town in like within 20 miles of you. Mm-hmm. And there will be, you will find, Half a dozen websites for bands, <laughs> midlife crisis. Just all so midlife worked, crisis. <laughs> yeah, so I worked for this band called called the Fabulous Midlife Crisis Band. <laughs> there's only the like a midlife. Few, there's only a you know there are a thousand midlife crises across the United States. There are only like a hundred fabulous midlife crisis bands. <laughs> <laughs> The new midlife crisis, midlife crisis two thousand. <laughs> Canada. Remember the band Bush with Gavin Rosdale? Yeah. Yeah. So in Canada, legally, they had to be called Bush X. So all of our like albums for Bush were like Bush X on all the things. <laughs> so like I remember when I, I learned about that, I was like, yeah, because there was some other band in Canada a long time ago that had the name Bush. And they're like, oh, I guess, I guess in Canada we're Bush X. And then uh actually it's funny because I had a friend of mine who was a uh a musician from New Zealand, and he actually uh had a like a working uh, artist name under the name Broken Bells. And then yeah. like years later, um, I think it was like uh, <sighs> Danger Mouse, the DJ, and oh, then yeah. like the guy from the Shins, they they teamed up and they became Broken Bells. And so they're like, their uh, record company actually like paid this guy like a shitload of money just for the name, the name Broken Bells. And so That's how it works up, sometimes. Yeah, but he had to take all of his stuff off of the internet and like uh, make it like so that it was like you know. But it, so he it was enough money himself. for him to 
he got enough money to i think he put a down payment on a house or something like that that that. yeah my mom has a cousin who had to change his name when he got his sag card because uh he had the same name of one of the members of kiss oh he did yeah that's funny uh speaking of pod fading I brought up because I, I I logged into madcastmedia.com. Oh, that's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I look at them like once a year and yeah. I'm just like, this this whole La- last sucks. update uh two years ago, and they were all by super arrogant bros. Yes. Uh, oh, except for one thing called the Zach Waldman show. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Um, so I looked at the be- the best debate in the universe. That one he actually has. This is it, our farewell he did episode. A final episode, yeah. And then I look at um uh, Godzilla versus Podcast Zero last episode. We're back this week with uh, the WrestleMania of Godzilla movies. Although he did review Godzilla Final Wars, which was like the last Godzilla movie for like 12 years. So maybe he'll come back in 12 years. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. So there was a while where his his website had the DP Gregory fiction, which was just like <laughs> fantasy it was like a fantasy novel, but being yeah. written on his podcast website. And I was like, is Maddox DP Gregory? But yeah, that whole <laughs> network has pod faded. Quantity yeah. over quality. Yeah. Well, super <laughs> arrogant bros. Do they just like branch off to their own thing? They, they were their own thing before Madcast Media. Yeah. And well, I, I think they still exist. Well, remember, I was supposed to, to be in the, I was supposed to be in the stupid contest with them. And then Maddox oh. never did the contest and he kept coming up with excuses. Then eventually I went on the dick show and he was like, uh, uh you guys could just have it. <laughs> and he just that gave was, it to them. That was cuddle pile, right? That yeah. Was cuddle piles. Yeah. Corner? Yeah. Yeah. The, the other thing. So like I've, I've guessed it on, <laughs> I've guessed on several dickhead podcasts <laughs> and the only dickhead, the only podcast tangentially related to the dick show that still exists is the one that I took over as host. <laughs> like, I would, especially early on, I'd be like, oh, yeah, we have our, you know, our here's our podcast. It's called, like, whatever thing. We do, mm-hmm. like, we try and be Dick Masterson. Will you come on as Mad Cucks? And I, I just said yes to everyone. No. That's why I did this show. And not to, not because you guys were bad, but no. everybody was asking. And it was like. Dude, at this the time, is- we were like, there was like three two or three it was us yeah. and it was larry yeah and then that was about it uh, you know yeah. like it that was about it and then everybody but, and their dog came in and I, I know cripple one. jesus had one and he kind of disappeared i think i haven't heard from yeah, that guy forever cripple jesus uh left the show they put in a guest co-host they tried to use the here's i don't get formula and then the whole fucking thing pod faded it was yeah. uh what it was something shit. It was like I like how you call it the "Here's what I don't get" formula because, like, yeah, like we were the originals. <laughs> yeah, we were the okay. originals. We're like, here's what I don't get is like Dr Pepper. It may not be one of the original colas, but it's the best. You know, <laughs> you know, the, the, you know. I was watching an old Cisco well, Niebuhr, and actually, I didn't like that they took my hack the movies formula. That video from the eighties. <laughs> the, the here's what I don't get formula is not is not the biggest problem formula. The here's what I don't get formula is. When a co-host decides they want to leave, you replace them with someone else and call it a new season. Yeah. That's that when I say the formula, that's what I'm specifically referring to. Uh, like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's really worked. Like we've had these different phases in the show, and that's what's worked. And that's why we haven't pod faded. And this is why on this episode, 334, I promise to you people, my hand on this empty bottle of whiskey, which you know is the most <laughs> sacred thing that I own. I say 
We will never pod fade. We will release a finale episode. You should just record one ahead of time. I should do that too. Just record <laughs> a final episode in case something goes nuclear, something will go out. The the you what you should record is like a just in case episode where it's like, hi, welcome to hack to to talking about tapes. If you're watching this. I'm dead. <laughs> and, then, and then you do like a whole speech. Like, I want to thank all the fans. Thank you for everything. And then, and then you're like, all right, that one's good. Hi, welcome to, to talking about tapes. If you're watching this, there's been a nuclear war in Philadelphia. has been destroyed. Just go through all the scenarios. <laughs> and you just like ramp up to like progressively more and more crazy things. Like, Hi, welcome only- to talking about takes. If you're watching this, I've been canceled. <laughs> and it only gets released on shortwave radio. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, but yeah, pod fading is yeah. annoying. It's especially bad when, like, uh, I'm not going to name names because they're actually friends of mine. But I did know people that had a really fun podcast that I was listening to, and then they became super infrequent. And then I think they just stop uploading for a really long time. And then occasionally my phone will be like, "There's a new episode." I'm like, I got like 15 other podcasts I got to listen to right now. Uh, so that is annoying when they try to come back, but then they're infrequent when they come back. It's like, okay, buddy, some, it works for some people. It it doesn't work for everyone. No, I, I, I agree. It's, I'll tell you this though. I, I pod fade on podcasts that are still going more than they fade on me. There's ones where I just go, "Ah, I'm fucking sick of these guys. Like it it slowly comes in and you're like, "Ah, I'm just going to. Unsubscribe and not listen to this anymore because, like, you know, I'm getting kind of tired of it. But you know, that happens. I'm almost a do get. Okay, like (laughs) I, I would bring that in as a do get. Like I, I, there have been podcasts where it's just like, yeah, okay, this isn't going anywhere. I, 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 I've tried a lot of podcasts. I'm very autistic. Like it really has to be the exact right thing. Otherwise I mm. just can't do it. Like I tried listening to the boys cast, Brian Long and uh, Danny Paulus Chuck's podcast. Yeah. They're both hilarious comedians. I love their sketches on YouTube. I love the clips they release from the boys cast Same. on, on YouTube yeah. and their Instagram and stuff. But, but the I, whole thing. I started listening to the show and I'm just like, it's just two guys joking about news of the week. And I hate the news. I like the guys. They're funny. Like yeah. I do laugh. I enjoy it, but I'm just like, and then you can't really listen to the back catalog because it's like, oh, that was like three years ago. I don't care. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. No, 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 same I, way with like, oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I agree. I really like Brian Long and them. I like, I, I'm glad they have the clip stuff so I can enjoy mm-hmm. it on some level. But yeah, if it's like a topical weekly thing, then it's it's hard to like really dive into it and right go into person. the person. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's got to be punchy. You know, like when, when I was doing, um, when I was doing hot Choco, I was trying to like think really hard to like come up with something that it won't be like dated, like really quickly. And like, especially with this news cycle and stuff like that, everything's dated within like a week, yeah. you know, like, yeah. it, it, like there's times where we're recording something on a Monday and by the time it's Friday, it's like already out of date, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's, uh, it's tough. But like, um, for me, it was for a lot of them, it was, it was just listening to a, a show that I'm not listening to for politics and then they bring politics in and then like, mm-hmm. so like pretty much like all of the earwolf shows, I used to listen to a oh, whole bunch God, of earwolf yeah. shows yeah, and then they just too. went fucking insufferable, like just insufferable. And like, 
dude, I loved, I loved comedy bang, bang. I loved comedy yeah. bang, bang when it was comedy death ray. I yeah. loved, uh, I loved the Sklar country. Cause I, I was a sports guy at the time. And like mm. all of this stuff was great. And then all of a sudden, just like, like one after another, I was like, this is, this is insufferable. I can't listen to any of this I, well, anymore. Here's uh, what was it? Um, how did this get made? Was one of my favorite. Yeah. One of my earliest podcasts. Yeah. Oh man. They got, I will say the comedy bang, bang show TV show was a lot of fun. And that like ended at like the right time. Uh, but yeah, all the earwolf stuff I used to really, really like. And, and like before they even got political, they just, I guess, cause comedy was changing and they couldn't be as funny. Like if you listen to Jason Manzukis on early episodes of How oh, Does This Get he was Made, great. He's he fucking was great. hilarious. He's making like yep. real edgy jokes that he would probably cancel. Well, I don't know if he would cancel, but his co-host would definitely cancel him for if he tried to do those same jokes uh, now. June and what was the other guy's oh, name? Paul um, oh, Paul Shear. Oh fuck that guy. Paul fuck that Paul Shear. Oh my god. That guy, he's the like he was he was already cringe to begin with on the show, but it was like playful cringe. Like, you yeah. know, cause like a lot of times on these shows, like that was what I liked about Mad Maddox on, on the biggest problem was like, Oh, okay. You're the, like the, the straight man that everybody shits on like that. Like, cause that's yeah. like a dynamic. That's like a, that's like a, a, a podcast trope is to have the funny guy. And then mm. the serious guy who tries to bring it together. And then, and, and like, you know, like and, Maddox, and, Maddox couldn't decide which one. Yeah. Maddox he couldn't decide which joke. one he wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Maddox that is like, I thing. also want to be the funny one. It's like, oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> sorry. We, you don't do you make know, that do decision. You know why, do you know why I hate, here, uh, how did this get made? Why? Why? Because they gave a poor re- review to my love of all loves. Right? <laughs> Rhinestone. <laughs> how can you, how can you hate this? Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> it's a very fun movie. I will give you that. <laughs> I don't know. Like as soon as you see Drinkenstein, it's like, how do you not go? Well, this movie's great. <laughs> it's so great. The last time Tim and I watched it together, we were like, let's try and let's try and go back in time in our minds and figure out at what point you go from. Because I feel like there's a whole span of emotions where it's like, where did we go from what is going on to I absolutely love everything that's happening here. <laughs> oh, but yeah, pod anyway. fading. It's a bitch. It's a bitch. It is. It is. I wish you people wouldn't pod fade. I wish you'd, you know, take it like a man. Tell us your podcast is ending. Tell us you got lazy. Whatever. Yeah. So. Good issue. Thank you. Thank you. Well, are we, uh, do you want to transition into the uh, Tab and Tony segment? Well, I'm going to, yeah. Thank you very much for uh, having me on this week, Tab. Uh, I'm going to pass it off to the very famous and important and talented Tony from Hack the Movies. Thank uh, so you. That he can bring in his issue. And right, shall I bid adieu? Would that be best for for uh, for the uh, flow of the show for when Tim gets here? No, if you want to hang out, you can hang out. I'll so hang you out. Put Tim in another corner. Okay, but make make yeah, make me small. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. Okay, Tony, I'm, I'm bringing up some uh, stats here. My issue in podcasting. Here's what I don't you gotta, get. You get- uh, co- co-hosts that come up with uh, bad episode suggestions. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. attacked. <laughs> yeah, well, let, me, let me pull up uh, some things here. So I put an episode out today, and uh, my co-host Johanna, you know, uh, she assured me that everyone loves this movie. It's great. 
everyone loves that. I even titled the episode everyone loves. And then the name of the movie, we have to do it. We have to do it. We have to do it. Uh, the episode goes out. I look at my analytics seven out of 10 out of my last 10 uploads. It's at the bottom, bottom, low performing. And then last year she wanted to do Midsommar, which is a movie I actually really like. It's been a year. Didn't even crack 25,000 views. So that's a flop for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bad episode suggestions. I've had a couple. Uh, I remember I I've had got an episode suggestion. You know what we should do Sunday? What? We should review. Right stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd have to rewatch guaranteed it. six million views. <laughs> you know, I, um, <laughs> I, uh, I got sick. One. No, I didn't get sick. Someone I lived with was sick and I wasn't able to go to the office. And then two people thought that they could host my show without me. And they decided mm. to do Pokemon and they thought it was going to do really, really well. Turns out my audience doesn't give a shit about Pokemon. So it was another flop episode. Uh, yeah, I just hate when uh, people give you bad ideas for episodes. What and was the one that everybody loves that the most recent one? Holes! Disney's Holes! Nobody likes that movie. <laughs> Apparently a lot of people like that movie. I Maybe my brother's was, generation. I don't know. It was fine. Like I watched it. I'm like, this is okay. But it's like, God damn it, guys. Like this is my, this is now this my is job. Can you please? Like I need to be real careful with the movie selection or episode selection. Uh, and you have, especially if your podcast is on YouTube, a bad episode could really, really fucking screw you. Um, Wasn't that the Shia LaBeouf breakout film? Yes, that was his breakout film. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Holes. I, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, I really hate when co-hosts like try and bring their shit into the show and ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> or not even co-host. Someone will be like, hey man, you really gotta do uh this movie. It'll do really, really well. And you're like, sure, I'll do an episode on Tank Girl. It's been a year oh. under 25,000 views. Oh. Tim and I did a review of, yeah. or do we, yeah, we did a commentary on tank girl. And, and I enjoy we tank. Like, Here's the thing. They're not always, awful. they're not always like bad movies, but it's like, eh, it turns out that was a bad pick. Although I am also guilty because I reviewed the Northman last year and it's our worst. It's our worst viewed episode ever because no one saw the movie. So no one wanted to watch a review of a movie that no one saw, which is a shame because it was like the best movie from last year. Um, Yeah, I don't know if you guys have any other examples. I'm, I'm like, go through my catalog here to see if there are any other bad examples. But what do you guys got? Have you ever done an episode where you're like, well, this sucks? Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh- there was an episode of Here's I Don't Get It. I think it was number 334. <laughs> <laughs> Great uh, idea. <laughs> when, Whenever, yeah, people always, so I remember when I was in Tampa doing the Dick Show Live and Ryan Long was there, we, mm-hmm. were, we were chatting in the Airbnb after, I don't know if it was, it was, I don't know, it might be after the like fan meetup night or maybe it was after the like Thursday night where we kind of went out by ourselves. Yeah. But, we were chatting and we were talking about this and he said like, yeah, everyone always has a suggestion for, oh, you should do a video where you do this. Oh, you should do a video where you do this, that. And I'm always just like, no, fuck off. I do my <laughs> own videos. I'm doing great on YouTube as it is. I really don't need your suggestions. <laughs> and I was like, that is, that is fucking hilarious. And also he's, a, he's exactly right. Like he knows, he knows his brand 
and the stuff he's doing better than anybody. Like, yeah, people watch his videos and they enjoy them and they, they want him to do more. And I absolutely respect all of that. Mm -hmm. But to think like, you know what the Ryan long brand is, you absolutely don't people, people do that. I mean, I think that's where star Wars is, is that like people think star Wars needs to be this brand thing and they they don't understand like what the brand is for Bud yeah. Light, like the, the big controversy right now with Bud Light's like we put um, Dylan Mulvaney on the cans and now Bud Light's a gay beer. Like, Oh, it's a gay beer. That was like uh, a weird gift. They just gave to that one person. I think like, people like it's stupid and whatnot, but people were acting like it was in stores and shit. It's like, no, it was just a stupid publicity thing they did. Yeah, anyway, I mean, I ha- I have it no. It was idea, already but- gay to drink Bud Light before the gay guy <laughs> exactly. was on it. Exactly. Well, there's there's that aspect of it, but I also I drink like, truly, with- so I can't uh, point any fingers. <laughs> the not understanding the brand, they're like the VP lady. She's out there trying to do damage control, and she's like, "We're trying to engage a, a market that we haven't engaged before, and all this we're, shit." We're and trying it's not like- to be fratty. It's like, dude, frats keep you af- afloat. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah, I'm just wondering what. So it's like it's an aging brand where we're not reaching like new young people. It's like, yeah, because new young people like to go to like the local micro brew thing mm. and get the like chocolate porter nitro milk stout served in a like can we're drinking seltzers now. cannabis and shit. Yeah. Like it, I I could probably I don't know what the number is. I, I'm sure if I got on Google Maps and was just like brewery near me, I could go in five miles to a two dozen breweries mm. of some kind or other where they're making their own beer there and they have like a Belgian wit and a IPA and a, you know, fucking frambois that and a fucking Saison this and whatever other kinds of beers there, there are. And I fucking live in Bud Light city. I live in the city that Bud Light built. Like people in St. Louis are not drinking Bud Light and it's, and we could for free. I mean, if fucking, they might as well pump that shit into your a, taps. have a tap in the house. And it's just like, you're not engaging a brand that anybody, you're not getting anyone new. You really need to stick with the people, the thing that people want. And yes. like when you're doing a podcast, like we did the month of here's what I do get. Yeah. And, and it was a great suggestion. I liked it. I think we should keep it going. I, but I think that maybe like we need to temper it because do one the episode with all four of us. Yeah, the show is really based on being angry about life's yeah. petty annoyances. It's not... I love the bonus episodes. I love being positive. I hate that our world is filled with negativity and every like everything on YouTube is people being like, this episode of uh, She-Hulk is awful because of thing. Oh, Star Trek <laughs> Picard season three, episode seven is bad because of blah. Like... Fuck off. Talk about a TV show that you like. I'm tired of fucking hearing about the TV shows you hate. But at the same time, like, I don't have the same, the things that I enjoy, the do-gets that I love, Mm -hmm. they calm me. It's what makes me a calm, not what makes me a rage. The things, the, the petty annoyances in life, the pod fading, the, you know, the people suggestion shit for your show that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That is what is like the sand in your shoe. This week's to episode me, of here's how get is brought to you in part by better help, better help. Uh, have your vapid personality disorders diagnosed by people on the internet through an app. Instead of going and seeking real help, you can just can pretend that you're in the therapy, better help by women for women. 
Well, you know what? Tab, I was going to kill myself later on tonight. That was going to be my surprise. But now that, you told me, that. now that you told me about this better help, I better sign up for it. <laughs> I what well, I didn't try and tell you about better help. Ah, man, I gotta fucking figure well, out these dynamic I, ads. I wanted to add to Tony's thing here a little bit yeah. here because, like, when you brought up about Ryan Long, when you guys brought up about Ryan Long, and and uh, when you bring up about like Tony, you you do a lot of writing uh, for other people, and you've you've done punch ups, and you've not done so all much kinds these days, things. but yeah, yeah, I still write for myself okay. too. Yeah, but yeah, but the, the the key thing is is that like. Everybody thinks they're a writer. <laughs> Everybody thinks that they can do it. They just haven't, you know, had the chance to do it. And they've had this great idea in their head and they just want to spit it out there. Yeah. And like, when it comes to like Ryan Long, it's like, dude, like that guy worked on his craft, like comedy's hard. You got to like, you know, you got to learn the formula. You got to learn premise, setup, punchline, and you got to have a laugh per minute and you got to have like a set, like you can't, you know, like, and everybody has got some sort of concept they want to do. Like, they, you know, like, oh, the punchline will come at the end of this 30 minute episode. Like, you know, like, well, gotcha. It's like, yeah, but nobody's going to be listening at that point. <laughs> stick, <laughs> with, stick with what works. And that's, yeah. and, and, and like, so for example, like, um, I, I didn't, I didn't really have that uh, with here's what I don't get. I mean, occasionally we had some bad guests that had bad issues and then you just kind of like float through them and get to something good. It doesn't ruin the issue, the episode, uh, but we like, Oh man, cause we were doing our wrestling show down here. We got, um, we got, what do you, <laughs> I don't know what you're pointing at him for. <laughs> when you said bad guests, I was trying to figure out. How to oh, like, oh, God, oh fuck you. It, <laughs> I'm so focused on what Chaco's saying. <laughs> But like, um, so like, for example, like we had a whole season planned out for our wrestling show and like yeah. it had an arc and it like, you know, like the thing is, is like in wrestling, it's all about chasing the big bad and chasing the dragon. And like, there were people that were super mad at us and like, stop coming to our shows like midway through the season when the baby face lost via cheating to the heel who ended up yeah. being the champion for the most of the season. And they're like, well, I can't believe you did that to us. And like, but the ones who did stick around and they did come to come to the, to the last, uh, last taping and saw the baby face mm. finally beat the heel. Yeah. They were crying in the, in the audience. And it's like, and they're like, I shouldn't admit, I shouldn't have, you know, second guessed you guys. It's like, no. yeah, no shit. This, like, this is what we do. This is, this is yeah. our, like, no, let the, the pros be the pros. And like, you just enjoy it. Do your thing. And, and just, just let, let the, let the, let the adults handle it. Especially with wrestling, <laughs> the, the heels should be champion longer. So it's more, it's more satisfying when, the, yeah. now, yeah. now they shouldn't be heels for three years and then ruin you a shut per- your mouth. You shut your mouth. This is gonna, you're just going to let this one boil for six years. Let's, 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 let's break the record. I'm still very <laughs> mad about the ending of WrestleMania. It's like, oh my God, that was such a perfect finish and you botched it. But anyway. I uh, too am upset about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're, you're right. Like suggesting episodes. Like I, I suggested episodes for AVGN. Now everything I did had to be approved. It wasn't like I had mm-hmm. full control or anything. And some of the episodes did better than the others. People really liked the Spawn episode. That's one that I pushed for. I, you did that one? That was a great episode. Yeah. And then, like, Mission Impossible. I actually really enjoyed Mission Impossible. But, yeah, it, it wasn't as strong as some of the other ones that I did. Uh, but, yeah, there were some some suggestions are better than others. But, uh, yeah, it is annoying when it's like, wow, this episode could have been really good. And then I listen to this person and now I have an episode that my audience doesn't care for and doesn't want to watch. And now they're mad about. 
Well, and sometimes you f- try to force it through. You're like, sometimes when you're even making, you're like, oh, this isn't going to work. Well, well, like, like, I try to make the, to it. You know, it probably doesn't help that this episode of Disney's Holes that people are watching, I just kept letting everyone know that John Voight is friends with Donald Trump, and I just kept talking about Donald Trump. Maybe that wasn't the best decision on my part. I don't know. John Voight like, the dentist? You downloaded it? Or, no, or no, 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 not, not, not John Voight the dentist. John Voight the actor. Oh, there's an actor named John Boyd? There is an actor named John Boyd. I wonder Boyd. if I met him once. I think I might have. He <laughs> has a car, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he chews on pencils. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, maybe the episode will do good long term. There have been times where, like, episodes, like, they look like they're dead on arrival, and then something will magically spring them to life, and, like, a week later, they shoot up. But yeah, it is disappointing. Maybe Shia LaBeouf will get into like some. You'd really have to keep your fingers crossed. Like he gets into a car accident or gets like a, <laughs> in a drunken brawl and somehow gets in the news and they're like Shia LaBeouf, star of Disney's Holes, and then people are like, "What is Disney's Holes?" And they go clickety clack and they're like, "What is this talking about tapes?" And then suddenly you have this. Huge I don't think no. I don't think in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three they're going to refer to Shia LaBeouf as the Holes star. <laughs> <laughs> it would be no. He would be called. Be, he, if he kills a woman and buries her in a hole, oh. Shia LaBeouf arrested for murder after burying well, a body in like this. Just park, like in the like, movie Holes. Just like, like in the movie holes. holes. I don't. I don't think he's gonna. His wife right now is like one of the like the biggest up and coming actresses. I don't think he's gonna murder her anytime soon. Plus, he's so here's what we do. He's married, but, but he's a dad now, and he recently became like super Catholic. So I think he's gonna. No, calm but he down. didn't. That was a fucking. That was a. That that didn't I happen. Thought, like I. Yeah, he played no, Padre. He yeah, I thought he played he Padre Pio in a movie and now he's super Catholic. Has he gone back okay. on that? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, my hot take is this. I don't think, I think it was all promotional. I thought it was all like, it was all a gimmick to get, get to sell tickets to the movie, to, to sell to the, to, to the me, you know, like to ah. the people like us. And, and like, and like he went up, but he went on like Bishop Robert Barron's podcast and he like, you know, like, stooged him out like made it look like you know like the latin mass is the only one he goes to and I'm, and but like the real catholics we're all watching this and going notice how he never talked about confession like he never yeah. talked about confession <laughs> once he never talked about going to confession he's like yeah i received communion it's like dude, dude when did you when did you what you just up and received communion you, uh, are like, you saying you, a celebrity lied Exactly. Oh, yeah. my God. oh I know it's crazy. No, Just we to watched get a this few under- extra guarani. Tab, have you ever heard of any celebrity doing this before? <laughs> and then, Not like, what, like two months later, two months later, there's like a there's like shots of him, like you know, in a movie where he's like in drag and like wearing like heels crossing the street, and we're like, see, see, that's clearly no, he, he, he's no still real Catholic would have taken no he's real Catholic would have taken that at taking that uh, that role. No way. And then John Cena did it, and everybody's like, ah, oh, <laughs> fucking Cena. So here's what we need to do, okay? okay? Anybody who's a fan of Tony and talking about tapes, we're going to need you to go and kill Shia LaBeouf's wife <laughs> and frame him for murder. But in such a way, I need you to, like, pack, kill his wife, bury her in a hole that's, like, four feet deep and four feet wide, Put a bunch of onions in there, maybe some running <laughs> shoes, other facts about holes that I remember from watching the movie like 15 years ago. And then and then we'll get that talking about on the news and we'll get his his gets him some viewership. So. It'll move up from seven to like five. That'll be great. That'll be great. It'll be, it'll be five out of ten. 
If yeah. Shia ever, LaBeouf kills wife, buries her in a hole by with, the way, with seven onions and if a I pair ch- of running shoes. If I check my analytics in a couple days and it says it's five out of ten, I'm gonna like immediately Google search to make sure Mia Goth is still alive. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Whoever watched this show took us too seriously. Uh, (laughs) anyway uh what was i gonna uh, say but yeah like right now there's a guy who for a year has just been begging me to review disney's under wraps the mummy movie the the family friendly mummy movie and i'm like guys i'm like guys (laughs) what are you what are you fucking that's why my my bonus show on patreon patreon.com slash hack the movies we do like the really schlocky stuff from like tubi and like those free movie streaming uh, stuff because if you're gonna pay to watch it, you're already there. I'm not gonna waste yeah. that on a regular app. Like no one's gonna watch Ghost Boat, the review of Ghost Boat, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I still need done, to. What was that? Have you done Frankenhooker yet? I have not done Frankenhooker. I've done. Have several, you heard of? I've definitely heard, heard of Frankenhooker. Yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm everybody not, loves that. That's my suggestion to you. <laughs> do Frankenhooker. That'll get your algorithm one? going. There's one that I actually really want to do, Deep Rising, but I don't think anyone would watch it. Have you ever well, seen Deep Rising? Yeah, Deep Rising. We did a, uh, a commentary on Deep Rising. Uh, Deep Rising, the Secret King Kong prequel. Because at the end, what? it's implied that they landed on Skull Island. Oh, was, the it, end on, was it part of the monster know, universe? No, no, it's way before that. But apparently they end on an island at the end of the movie and there's a roar. And that was like they were hoping they could like segue into a King Kong remake. Like it was a backdoor what, pilot for a King Kong. Remake. Then, uh, I forget What's studio the, the King Kong. The King Kong rights are all over the place. Yeah, because it's so funny because like one of my clients from a few years ago was one of those like um, companies that like what they'll do is they'll, they'll sign mm. like an aging star, like a Bruce Willis or a Nicholas cage or a John Travolta. Yeah. And they'll like, they'll they, basically what they do is they go to him, they go to the actor and they say, look, we're going to sign you. We're going to make this like a total quick bang out movie. You're, it'll take you like six weeks tops. Like, so like what Bruce Willis has been doing the last four basically, years. Basically. Yeah. 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 And they'd sign him. They'll be like, look, we're going to give you like, like $2 million. To, mm. to do this, just this like real shit, like, and they're always action movies because action movies are actually like way cheaper to make than a lot of other like sci-fis no. or something like that. And then what they do is they go to like Korea and they go, hey, we got a movie coming out with like John Travolta. And they're like, oh, he's still popular here. We're going to give you, <laughs> uh, we're going to give you like $8 million for the rights to that. And they're like, great. And then they like, make the movie where like $2 million for John Travolta, $2 million for everything else. And then yeah. they get the pocket $4 million for themselves. And, and it works out really well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, like nobody's ever heard of them. And then like they play off of like their star, their fading star power. Like, yeah, like, you know, uh, uh, John Travolta still got an Instagram that's still got like it's like I didn't know he had an Instagram. That's that's crazy. But, yeah, those uh, movies though, like they, they do that, and they, so they sell them to those markets, and that used to be where they died. Like they go do that market, and then all right, yeah. now they just go straight to Netflix, and yeah. we're, we're now able to watch these piece of shit films and go like, what I, is happening? Uh, there, the Red Letter Media did a whole segment about Bruce Willis's yeah. like recent string of movies, and they're all that movie. And then he has aphasia or something. He had a stroke. I yeah. don't know what the story he is. Has, yeah. but, 
But basically, he can't talk anymore. And they're like, yeah, I guess he's going to stop doing movies. Like, thank God. Because no. well, I, I have, pieces a, I have a small shit. fact about Bruce Willis, actually, that's Paraguay related. Okay. So down here in Paraguay, they're the main big Toyota dealership is is Toyotoshi. And so like Toyotoshi got in the news down here, did a big long campaign. They're like, we got a big star to like come and promote like Toyotoshi Toyota trucks. And so they had this like whole thing where they like did this, this, uh, this whole thing with Bruce Willis in mm-hmm. like, they flew him down and he, and basically he's in it for like two seconds. Like he looks at his watch. He's like, yeah, I'm on it. And then, it, and then it's like, and then it's like clearly not Bruce Willis, like driving like a thing. And then he arrives and he tosses the keys to the thing. And that's it. And uh, yeah, I think he got paid a pretty penny for that one too. Like just, to, just to come down, but it sounds like he had a handler. I think he has like a handler who's like well, basically like in those like half of the in those movies he's been doing. Like some, one of the guys who acts in them is also like the producer. I only watched one uh, of them, the 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 sci fi one that he did, uh, which was awful. It was on Netflix. Uh, some wrestling chick was in it. I'm like, oh wow, she must be turning to acting this must be a big movie and then i watched it and i i couldn't believe not just bruce willis that other guy frank grillo or whatever i'm like wait these are guys who are in big movies this movie looks like shit what is this and it turns out it was that movies yeah yeah now they they can bang these things out quick man and i i remember like and it's a it's a profitable enterprise, man. Like if you could pre-sell a movie before you even shot it yeah. and then, then everything else is just like on top of that is just like extra gravy. That's great. But you know, whatever. You're... That's the old but... Canon model. That's what Canon yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Well, uh, what do you mean by that? Sorry. What do you mean by that? Just uh, old Canon model. What do you mean? Uh, Canon, Canon pictures. films. Yeah. They used to like, they would sell movies based on the poster. They go sell the international rights and then they make the movie. For they'd sell the, the domestic rights and be like Charles Bronson's gonna be in this movie. It's called Death Wish Three. Like here's the poster. It's gonna be so great. They they'd sell the rights. They'd use the rights money to make the movie on for cheap. Like in mm-hmm. six, twelve, fifteen weeks. Okay. They'd edit together like last second. Get into the theaters. They'd make just enough profit to keep going, and then they do the next one. And like. Yeah. There's a really great documentary called Electric Boogaloo: The Canon Story. It's so good. Oh. It, it's it's a really really good out. documentary. Dude. Yeah, and they talk about like the rise and fall of Canon. I didn't watch it, it, but I, I want to watch the uh, the documentary that the Canon guys actually did because they turned down being an Electric Boogaloo and they made yeah. their own documentary. I haven't got a chance to watch it though. <laughs> Chaka will will appreciate this. Menachem Goldman is the head of Canon Pictures, and so like people be people come. Why in, would I be appreciate like, hey, it? <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. They, they come in, they'd be like, "Yeah, I have a great idea for a movie. Like it's going to be about a guy in space who uh, flies an airplane." And he'd be like, "Yeah, we're not interested in that." And then he. Like go make a, a that movie on his own, exactly <laughs> on his own, yeah. yeah. And so nah, they went typical. to him, they went to him to interview him for this documentary. He was like, "No, no, no, I will not interview in your documentary. I'm going to make my own documentary about canon films." <laughs> well, because you, you've talked about Steven Seagal, yeah, before, yes. right? I, and so I, like, I had a director of one of his movies on the show. Well, <laughs> he, he said was like he the didn't first have guy yeah. that that did in, that I can remember that really went down this road. Cause like I, I yeah. remember like my I buddy and I, Canon, cause Canon is the seventies 
And I oh, feel like Seagal's okay. is because Canon Canon had Superman four quest for peace. Yeah, they did. Like oh, that okay, was okay. what I killed do know him. what you mean. I do know about yeah. the Goldman guy from that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I yeah, that that and was the Spider Man movie that ended up never getting made. They also did Masters of the Universe. Masters right. of the Universe. Yeah. They're the ones that gave Chuck Stallone. Norris. Yeah, they gave Stallone twelve million dollars to be in that arm wrestling movie, and it lost Over the so top? much. Yeah. It was oh, one of the most top? ridiculous paydays at that. They were just so desperate to have like an A-list star. And they Do you paid know what that movie needed? What? <laughs> Trinkenstein? <laughs> well, it's funny, like with Seagal, like, so my friend and I we were working through the Seagal verse and yeah. like, you know, trying to, trying to get through it. And it, 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 like we were trying to pinpoint, like, when did he stop being a, a bankable star? And I think it was exit wounds. Was that like his last like movie that was like real and in the theaters and stuff like that? Wasn't I, I have no video? idea. We tried to do a Seagal graphy and like tried a bunch yeah. of Seagal movies. And we watched a Seagal movie so bad that I went and took the DVD and put it in the window of the abandoned house next to Truckin' and Tuckin's house and pulled out my gun and fired a hollow point <laughs> through it so that it would like never punish anyone ever again. <laughs> Because uh, the last yeah. movie I remember him in theaters was like Machete, but that wasn't like a starring movie. He just kind of had a no. Yeah. He was just a role in that one. But yeah. like Exit Wounds was a big deal because like in Calgary, it, it the opening sequence in Exit Wounds is like it's a, they're trying to make it sound like it's supposed to be like Washington D.C. and like it's supposed to be set in Washington D.C. But it's so very clearly Calgary, and anybody who's like <laughs> lives in Calgary, like there's a Calgary Tower right there. Like that bridge does not exist in Washington. What are they thinking? Actually, uh, a, but, movie, you know, a movie I do want to review the the Mariah Carey movie Glitter, uh, which is terrible. <laughs> Apparently, yes. it's a I, from what I remember, it's supposed to be in New York, and there's just like if I remember right, like Toronto landmarks everywhere. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. It was it's something like, weird like that. And, like they're very clearly not in New York. The, the the Jackie Chan like ocean crossing breakout film Rumble in the Bronx is yeah. so very clearly <laughs> Vancouver like it yeah. looks nothing like the Bronx at all like <laughs> that happens all the time and then yeah Calgary they tried to double as Metropolis in I think it was Superman three and <laughs> again like you can look at it and you're like like Calgary even at that time was like tiny. Metropolis is supposed to be basically like a stand-in for New York. Mm, Calgary yeah. is no New York. It's not even now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are there mountains in the background? <laughs> well, uh, That's I've got issue. another podcast-related issue. Okay. Here's what I don't get. TV recap shows? There have got to be a million of these podcasts. Like, whatever, any fucking show you've ever watched, Babylon 5, Star Trek, The Office, Friends, there's a fucking podcast where two jackasses sit down and they're like, we're the biggest fans of the old 90s TV show, Early Edition. Who loves him some Gary Hobson? I do. Let's talk about episode season two, episode seven of, of Early Edition, the episode where the cat brings a paper, but this time it's all clawed up. Gary Hobson has to piece it together to solve the day's problems. And then they like... They just described the show in excruciating detail and longer than it takes to watch a fucking episode of Early Edition. You're just like, I know! I can just watch the fucking... They have nothing to say. That's a real interest. one? That's a real show? Is an hey, Early Edition podcast? I'm sure I, there is! I, what, what? I feel like I'm being attacked, okay, for having reviews that are well, sometimes are. longer than the movie. Okay, and going through every single Godzilla movie. I feel like I'm being attacked, Tab. 
I don't yeah. do for TV shows though. <laughs> like, so I remember um, I tried. There are so I like I love Star Trek. Everybody knows that. I white hot love Star Trek. Mm. I tried. I was like, surely there's a podcast that I can listen to about Star Trek that like won't be terrible. And I've tried. I have. And they are all just dog shit. They're so <laughs> bad. And it's just, it's just these jackass. They'll they'll be like, there was one. I don't remember what the name of it. It's like the biggest Star Trek podcast. I tried to listen to it. They don't fucking listen to them in order. They're just they're all over the fucking place. And mm. then they they've done the movies. And I I went in when I subscribed and I was like, let me go find some of my favorite episodes. Some of my favorite not like because everyone, there's all the like the best episodes of Star Trek ever uh the inner light uh in the pale moonlight uh balance of terror like they there's all these episodes that everyone's like the scorpion like these are the best episodes of star trek and and sure they're good but i don't i want to find i want to find like i love all of them so let's mm. find the niche ones so i go in and kind of find those ones that i think are great and i try to listen to them and these guys are just like yeah and then uh fucking kieran norris talks to goldar heel in the um prison again for 15 minutes and then she goes and does some investigating it's just like i know i've seen the fucking episode do you have anything to add to this do you have anything to talk about like themes and substance or plot or acting and then like the there are podcasts like there there's office ladies i was just where the say, two those... ladies from uh the office review episodes of their own fucking show and, and you would think you, they would have some kind of insight but they have fuck all to say about it Car carl's covered them like a few times and they can't remember anything that happened when they were shooting they can't remember yeah. anything that happened in the episode they provide no insight it. is it Ellis and like no it's uh the, it's the jenna fisher and someone else jenna fisher and angela the girl played angela because they're like best friends yeah. in real life. Jenna Fisher can't remember any of the stuff. She's yeah. like prominent in all of the, yeah. every And episode. now there's so many spinoffs of the, like there's like one for like the OC and the, I think they're doing it for the, Scrubs the two, now. Yeah, like, the two yeah. guys, Donald Faison and the white guy from Scrubs have a podcast where <laughs> oh they review God. Scrubs. Zach Braff? It's like best friends or something. Yeah, Zach Braff. And yeah, they, and, and I get it, right? Because like, <sighs> If you, it's a job. The, the the actors doing that, they're just going to work. Like, it has no it has no meaning for them in the same way that that an average day at work for you has absolutely no meaning either. And there's ahead. one. Well, there's 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 one. I would say like uh, exception uh, exception in that, and that would be. And I don't even listen to it, but I've seen clips enough of it to know that it's probably pretty good. Is the it's always sunny podcast, which is actually run by the guys who made it who wrote it, who like, they would have insight, right? Like yeah. an actor is an actor. An actor is just like, yeah. And then they had me mean the lines and I had to change and I ad libbed this one bit, but they didn't use it. You know, like that, like they're not going to yeah. add anything really to it. Well, that's Whereas, why, like, um, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's why I was talking about X-Files files earlier. Like Kumail and them did like some really cool stuff. They used to look up like archived, like chat logs from like forums from the nineties to see what fans were talking about when the episodes aired live and that was a cool yeah. perspective. And like I said, they eventually got people who worked on the show to be on it. But yeah, when it's just people being like, and then this person came in and then they did that. And then, yeah, like you did, yeah. you did a Wishmaster two review that got banned in America yeah. and you interviewed the director of the movie and yeah. like, no offense, your review. I was just like, yeah, I've seen the movie, Tony, but you got to the interview and I was like, this <laughs> is 
this is great because I love Wishmaster too, and yeah. getting some perspective on something like that is worthwhile. But these, oh man, and the actors like it's an average day at work for them. So nine times out of ten, they don't really remember. And the other thing is, you know, in television shows, they're often filming, especially in the '90s and and before then, they you know they're on these like two week filming cycles where. Week one, you've, you're filming episode one. Week two, you're filming episode one and the mm. beginnings of episode two. Week three, you're filming episode two and the beginnings of episode three, so on and so forth. So you're kind of like, you have a script, you've read it, you know what the, your, your beats are, you've had your things, you've done a rehearsal, but you're just kind of going in there and filming. And then often what kind of shows up at the end isn't even, like you're you're in the sausage being made. You don't have this macro view. Like if Vince Gilligan did a podcast where he talked about the making of Breaking Bad, I would watch that. And do you know what? And he has. Do you know what it is? What? It's the fucking commentaries on the DVD. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, I, I love I love movie commentaries. I love movie yeah. commentaries, especially inside movie commentaries where like the director, the actors, you know, John Wick and or fucking Keanu Reeves and St- Chad Slisky are sitting down, sitting down and they're like talking about the making of John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Odenkirk and Nikolai, whatever his fucking name is, that did that directed Nobody. They're sitting down talking about Nobody. Russell Crowe is talking about Unhinged. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. It's like the stuff's fresh. It's interesting. And... Weird Al and UHF. I know you shit it on him, but that that is one of the better commentaries out there. Is the is the is the UHF one because it's really informative and tells you a lot of fucking inside baseball. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like, you take if you just pulled that audio track out of the the film and put it onto a podcast, people are like, "This is uninteresting. Why are I can't watch the movie? Why are we talking about this?" And it's yeah. just like you're getting the same fucking thing, but instead of it being time to what's happening in the film, you just have some dumb asshole just being like, and then Mulder and Scully investigated an apartment and found a suspicious object. Like we do movie reviews here. Mm. Tim and I have done movie reviews where, and, and Chaco, you've done, we did um, one of the Godzilla movies. And mm-hmm. like, I go by those five points, plot, pacing, character, exposition, and design, because those are the, uh, in my opinion, those are the objective qualities of a movie that can be reviewed. Like directing, you may or may not like it. Acting, you may or may, may, or may not resonate with you. Like, but those like five points are, you're kind of like, you're reviewing the script through the lens of the film. But we really, I really try to not sit down and go, and then they did this, 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 they did this because... This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by, well, damn. Have you ever moved away to another part of the world and found yourself asking, how am I going to find clean, potable water while also controlling the flow of the nearby stream and or river? Thanks to the engineers at well, damn, the combination damn and well, you'll have both angles covered. So next time you need to shoot across the globe and realize you're unprepared, the next (sighs) words out of your mouth will be, well, damn. All right. Here's what no, I don't get finished. is also brought to you by <laughs> Nottinghamshire Penis Loaf. Nottinghamshire Penis Loaf. The tastiest penis loaf you'll ever put in your mouth. And well, now, you know, back to the show. At least I'm looking here at the metrics. At least we got um, 
85 cents from all these these integrated ads. It was so, all worth know, it. It was all worth it. And actually, you know, this episode will be like seven of ten. And we got to bump it up to five of ten. <laughs> I will say like lately with my show, because I did fall into a rut where I was talking a little bit too much about like the beats of the movie. I still go through the movie, but if you've seen like lately, I've been trying to come up with like a point for each episode. You can tell by the titles. Yeah. Uh, And usually when I'm going through the movie, I'm looking for like, even when I'm just saying it's more for like the fans to know like what scene I'm talking about. And I usually try to find like something relatable in the scene or something that I can make an amusing anecdote out of. Uh, But yeah, I've tried to listen to a couple like TV show review podcasts and I I couldn't do it. I'm like, no, I, I, yeah, I know. I know. Are you going to say something funny about this part or how does it relate to you? You're just telling me what happened in the thing. I'm out. Goodbye. It, you you have to have your own angle, your own hook yeah. to it to make it interesting. Like, I mean, look, man, like the guy is crushing it. The pitch meeting guy is crushing yeah. it and he, and he does a great job and it's a formula and it works for him and it's funny and it, it mm-hmm. doesn't, and it, and he pokes hole and he does just what you need him to do. Cause he pokes holes in the movie and he pokes holes in the, in the storytelling and then at the end, he wraps it up with like something meta or something like industry related to, to kind of punchline it and stuff like that. So if you do that, but I get it, his needs a visual. It's not a podcast. Right. Yeah. And like the, the medium itself, if you're talking about a different medium. So like right now we're talking about podcasts. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, it fits. Cause we're talking about other podcasts, but if we were talking about TV shows or movies or, or something like that, like it, 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 you lose a bunch of it because you're not getting the visual along because of the medium of the movie. It's like, if you're telling about a scene, it, you're yeah, but you're, you're changing the medium entirely. Cause now you're just like radio playing or talking about like what that scene entailed, which loses a lot of the steam from the first place. Like it just like what you said, tab, uh, you need a, like in a DVD commentary, you've got it right in front of you. Yeah. So when they yeah. say like, oh, look, there's that cup in the background. Yeah. Somebody left that on the set. That's not supposed to be there. Like that has meaning. But if you're like, you're in a podcast, like, and remember when they left that pot, that, that like cup in the background, like, it's like, it, ha ha. Like it doesn't do anything, uh, you know, like in terms of the medium itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, just- and uh, I also, I feel like it takes a certain kind of, vapid personality to think that and i realize i'm guilty of this like tim and i did a whole series what's wrong with space where we reviewed star trek the next generation Uh, it takes a certain vapid personality to say like people are interested in in the fact that i watched a movie or a tv (laughs) show and i I don't mean to insult tony like directly because obviously people are interested and I and you you do bring a certain you like elevate the content above just being and then and it could, because there's a review aspect because there's like a discussion of like what works and and I, actually what I find interesting in your show is like you you guys will talk about well when I first watched this as a kid I felt these things and now mm. I, you know you kind of talk about that comfort blanket aspect yeah so, from you know in some of the episodes that are more applicable to that but um. Like a lot of times, there it's just this like bare bones recap, and they've added nothing, they've gone to nothing, and you're it's just like who is? Why would you listen to this? Why would you subject yourself? Like you could just well, lazy. watch these shows. Yeah, yeah. it's lazy. It's like, 
It's the reaction bros, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a TikTok oh. video. It's like a TikTok yeah. video where there's somebody underneath going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, and then, like, pointing oh, at God, it. Like, that's, that's, so, that's all it so is. so fucking annoying. I'm, I remember watching those and being like, yeah. wait, is this some guy just nodding along with, I've known a few people who did it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Say yeah, something he's right. funny. He's right. Something. He's right. That Tony guy is right. Yeah. <laughs> I should do that. You know, with Red Letter Media, I get accused of ripping them off, even though I've been doing my show... I've been doing Hack the Movies way, way long. Uh, next time they have a new review out for like a new movie, I'll just put myself in the corner going, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Mike is good making job. good points. That's right, right, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Red Letter Media, yeah. uh, do you know where this microphone came from that I'm using? No. It. I bought this from Red Letter Media. They used to use this on the set of the Nerd Crew. So basically, I am Red Letter Media. And I, uh, <laughs> How did you buy I that? I condemn you to death. They sold all their shit on eBay. Oh, I didn't know this is so- deep. This is deep lore of the show. <laughs> I harvested Rich Evans' DNA off of the pot filter to be able to find him. <laughs> you know, I'm going to come and join in later. <laughs> you know, it's it. Um, what are, what are the things where like where I wanted to add to the point is like with the the fact of it being lazy, like just like re- recapping is lazy. I want, I want like what you want, Tab. I want a deep dive. I want, I want yeah. the pop up video. And do you remember pop up video? Yeah, like that was fun. I want oh, the pop up video yeah. of these things. I want facts that I never knew of. I want like you know, like this guy almost died on the set because he was doing. Like I want those kind of things are great. Like uh, up in Canada, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him, but there's a guy out of Vancouver. Is this like? kooky interviewer guy and you can look him up on youtube and his name is nardwar n-a-r-d-w-u-a-r nardwar the human serviette he does the greatest interviews with musicians you'll ever see and he blows their mind every time because he goes extremely deep in the research and he'll like he'll be like he'll be like hitting them with questions or like bring out an old poster or bring out some sort of reference from some interview they did in some like village mag in like the seventies or something like that. And they're like, they're like, who is this guy's crate? That's the kind of thing you need to be doing. You need to be doing like super autistic deep dive <laughs> research. And that's just, that was just always, I met him a few times in Vancouver and I was like, man, you're really good. Like, you know, you got what, what, what is it that like, you know, how, how do you go about getting these interviews? And, and he, all he was like, research, research, research. He was like, <laughs> like how? And he's, he was doing old school, like going to the library and like hitting the microfiche and doing all that kind of stuff to like get these things. Cause like the internet isn't even a good place to do most of your, inter- your research anymore. Like you, you have to like hit like five or six different search engines just to get like new results on things. You have to hit the yeah. Yandex out of Russia to get some of these things that are not in the first 12 pages of Google. But, uh, <laughs> do you, anyway. do you, uh, do you want you guys have the original DVD printing of, um, the Matrix, like I, don't, I think the DVD may have come out in two thousand, end of ninety nine two thousand. Wait, do I? It had a con- it had a I commentary might. on it. It was like a or as a bonus feature, it was follow the white rabbit, right? And so you'd be watching oh, the yeah. movie, and a little white rabbit would pop up in the corner, and if you hit enter on your DVD remote, it would play the corresponding featurette with the scene that was going on. So like in the first scene, you know, Trini does the like big swan kick and the 360 and so the like white rabbit pops up and you hit enter and it goes into a whole featurette that talks about like the technology that was involved in in building that Mm. and so it like broke up the movie a bunch but you got a lot of information out of it that way and i i remember why i think i watched that 
a couple of times. Not not too many times, but I was like, what is this? Let me check this out. And then they had um, The Matrix Revisited, which was basically like a feature-length documentary about everything they did to make that fucking movie. Mm. And it was fascinating. It was so much information that... Uh, that it was like it was worthwhile to to watch and yeah. and that but that's not what any of these podcasters are doing these podcasters are just like fucking wasting your time with uh pointless bullshit chatting with themselves about nothing and it makes me want to like scream into space <laughs> i would like to say though that like um going back on some of my favorite dvd commentaries some of my favorite ones are the ones where they do it in character um, sometimes okay. I've, like, have you ever seen like this is Spinal Tap uh, on yeah. like the DVD commentary? Yeah, I have that. Yeah. Yeah. it's yeah. almost better than the movie itself. Like yeah, when you watch it with fun. the commentary. A- Anchorman, on. they did one for the Anchorman for they're all in oh character. in, in character. Yeah, yeah. and like so you know like maybe some shows if they could get some of these people back to like review their own shows like in character or something mm-hmm. like that might be a way to like keep it interesting. But well, I, mean, I like that. Ad libbing your character's hard. The Seinfeld DVDs did that. I think the. What is it? The second episode of Seinfeld, the, the episode right after the pilot. That's a really fun commentary because I think it's Larry, David and Jerry just admitting that the episode's not very good. They're like, wait, do we, do we wait until like the late third act to introduce Elaine into the show? And they're like, why was Jerry's parents there? Something about a funeral. They're like, it was pretty stupid. Like they actually point out that like they're learning you know, from it. Oh, yeah. Simon Ben and Robin's Oppenheimer tag. Yes. Yes. The yeah. ma- male <laughs> unbonding. Yeah. well there was uh and then there was uh, when there was a uh, one of the more creative i mean not a great movie at all by any means but like ready to rumble the movie the david arquette probably the the most requested review on my show and and it was really really well i was supposed to we were trying to get diamond dallas page to do the episode with us i was in contact with his people and i think he just got really busy and it kind of fell through the cracks so i want like a big wrestling person in that episode or david arquette if i could get him uh so i'm well, still we'll out there because i i got i got connections upon connections that might be able to get you somebody that's worth putting in like, at least some of those old wcw guys that are in the yeah. background of the movie or something like that i can yeah. get you somebody i'm pretty sure <laughs> okay um but what was good about that one actually is in that commentary the, masks like and vaccine sh- mandates sorry. drag queen story hours world war three breed breed new from choco labs Fucking bullshit! You killed it. I fixed that. It, it, it that was that was coming in at the wrong time. I was trying to drag and drop something. <laughs> you fucked up your own bit. You fucked up yes, your own intrusive I bit did. by making it accidentally intrusive, which actually would have made it funnier. <laughs> well, they've all been intrusive, <laughs> but that one was even funnier because it wasn't even planned. <laughs> Anyway, keep going, Chaco. <laughs> Sorry. The um <laughs> <my spot. laughs> So the uh in the movie they like go I think there's like they're drinking slurpees or something or slushies in the movie. And yeah. like they're like, man, like I could really go for a slushie right now. And they're like, Yeah, we should do that right now. And they like up and leave the commentary booth. They're like, Yeah, that's a good idea. And they leave and like like eight minutes of the movie goes by with no commentary and you hear them come oh, wait, back. They seriously? literally got like Slurpees in the middle usually of the movie. They, usually they pause and bring them back. Nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason why you would want to watch that DVD commentary. 
Anyway. Hey, uh, there we hey, go. We got four on screen now. How's it going? It's going great. Good timing. Uh, well, I think that that wraps up my bit about TV uh, recap podcast. And I actually, hate them all. I'm gonna I'm I, I'm gonna tag uh, Tim uh, on on my way out because it's like 10 p.m. my my end here, and I got an early day tomorrow. But good luck with the rest of the show. So actually, though, but Tony, you're supposed to be the one that passes it off the torch. I think. Oh, that was did- the. Yeah, 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 Tim. What's up? I'm passing the torch to you. I don't know at all. Uh, <laughs> Good. It's the worst Olympics the, opening ever. I'm passing the torch, much like much like the elderly people in Star Wars did. So you're the Finn of this episode. Don't let everyone down. Don't worry, I will. <laughs> okay. Justin, so, hold on. Uh, Chaco, if you'll leave your computer up, it's going to upload your recordings because I set the local recording, I'll remove you from the stream or from the recording. Okay. Yeah. But if you just leave like your computer open, it'll, it should only take a minute. Cool. Or two. I'll like unplug my mic and stuff. So you guys don't even get any accidental cat noises or something like that. All right. All right. Signing off. Good. Have a good one guys. Bye. So now we say goodbye to Joel Chaco, but let's welcome to the show, Tim, the handle breaker. How's it going? It's going great, Tim. All right, well, uh, here's what I don't get. Poorly archived podcasts. Oh, yes. Yes. Poor archival is the thing that can kill uh, a podcast in, in, I mean, just like, uh, I think, I think there's so many like, um, like systems and uh, like platforms more podcasts these days that we've sort of just like auto relied on them to do all the archival and that's fine like if you started a podcast in 2019 and have been on the same platform since then um you probably aren't running into any troubles but uh i used to listen to a podcast back in the day i've talked i've said this on the show i've talked to uh tab about this um doug benson's podcast doug loves movies yeah, this is the first podcast I had ever heard of, and I heard it from Tim. Because yeah, because I mean, I was listening to this in 2010, like yeah. way back. Um, and I remember you describing it to me. Yeah. You were like, "Yeah, they, they talk about movies," and I was like, "Tim, this sounds awful. Why would anyone ever fucking listen to a podcast?" <laughs> yeah, I yeah. remember that conversation. Yes. I remember yeah. us like driving around vintage stock hopping, and like I was just like radio on the internet yeah <laughs> these people think they are i'm gonna travel back in time i'm gonna like time jump into the car like in the back seat i don't remember if i had the truck or if we were in a van in, in my van i don't remember what the but i'm just gonna try and travel into the car yeah, yeah. And we're in the truck i'll be like pop in the middle just be like you guys are gonna be hosting a podcast one day it's gonna be fucking weird and then be away, away again yep uh, don't, don't give anyway. them a heads up. Go in there and be like, start a podcast right now. Also buy Bitcoin. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, what the hell's anyway, Bitcoin? <laughs> Doug loves movies. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, it's an old, it's an old show. They hit like episode 1000 years ago. Um, yeah. So occasionally I will get the hankering to listen to old episodes of it. I know I, I won't I be able to, this, I know I, I won't I know be able to catch on. Because I was, you know, I was in like the, probably like in the three hundreds, maybe. I, I'm not going to list list the seven hundred episodes of this, um, because because here's what I loved about it: it combined podcast with 
live comedy because the podcast was recorded uh, live in front of us in front of a live audience because mm-hmm. he would just do it after a set um, combined with a game show. Because the first half yeah. of the show would be like talking movies. Second half would be a movie related game show that they would play. Mm-hmm. Um, would they like would they try and act out the name of a movie using charades? No, no. Uh, sounds no. like a lousy game. Yeah, sounds like um, a game for losers, not for winners. <laughs> um. Anyways, so when I, when I go when you search the sh- the show, right? douglovesmovies.com dot com pops up. I'm it's got the it little now. it's got the little <laughs> embed, and it's got like links to iTunes and the RSS feed. That's it. So you That's can listen terrible. to the, the, you can listen to the most recent episode or subscribe on iTunes or the RSS feed. So I'm like, I need to start like I need to dig down. I'm I'm like ten years behind. I need to find episode four hundred something, not a not twelve hundred something. So you go to iTunes, like iTunes will has two hundred and fifty five episodes. That's not the right number. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so I'm searching. You're searching like okay, art now, nineteen. Tim majored in film, not yeah. math. <laughs> he was able to figure out that's not the right number. Art nineteen is like Amazon's weird podcast thing. Um, they have the ten most recent episodes. Fuck me. Go to Spotify. Spotify has like the same like two hundred something episodes. Like okay, oh Podbay. I've heard that. That's a name I've heard before. That's like a podcast platform. Podbay.fm. I've heard about that. Two hundred something episodes. And then here's here's the here's I, I found it. I found the old episodes. Yeah. They're on Stitcher Premium. Oh. Fuck. Oh. That's what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> with uh, how did this get made? They hid all their old funny episodes where they told real jokes yes. and had and they, fun yeah. uh, behind the goddamn paywall because they realized their new liberal audience is poor. So they hid every fucking thing. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah, that's the worst part is that a formerly free to listen to podcast is now behind a paywall. Well, and who does the pay? They're not go even to formally us? free. The podcast is still free. Just older episodes yeah. <laughs> are now not free. Do you think? But in your like, do you think Doug Benson gets? You know, if it's five, ten bucks, whatever the cost. Absolutely is, do you not. Think, yeah, it, like fucking Stitcher is doing that. And what I think it is, so like we our RSS feed, it's like oh, you can go up to three hundred episodes. Like why? There are. I'm not saying we deserve it. You know, we're not, we're not, this should be a huge podcast that deserves mm-hmm. to have like a huge hosting platform. But you would think it's kind of like the Y2K bug, right? The yeah. whole, mm-hmm. the whole scheme there was, well, you only put two digits into the computer. So if we hit 01, it might think of 1901 and delete everything. We don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, 300 episodes was great in 2012 when podcasts were new and you had to, like, go... You would go download them to your fucking iPod. Yes. Yeah. Now <laughs> everyone has 30 podcasts they listen to that come straight to their fucking phone. This week's episode here's Here's Get is brought to you in part by some kind of snake oil ads. bullshit. Take this snake oil bullshit. It'll do basically anything that the uh, creators claim it will. And then uh, we're going to... We paid this podcast about $10,000 to sell you on <laughs> drinking our made-up snake oil bullshit. Snake oil bullshit available everywhere. Bullshit is sold. 
Okay, I, we are up to three dollars in dynamic ad sales. <laughs> great, so, great. Yeah. Where's the Samsung ad? Tab, yeah. this is a great day for me. One, I was gonna kill myself, but BetterHelp stopped me. And uh, I was going to, like, join a gym and finally lose weight. But I think the snake oil might actually do the trick. So this, you is, know, this is pretty great. Tony, that snake oil might actually work. Yeah. Uh, they paid me to say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you would think the technology, they'd be like, okay, we need to, uh, we need new stuff. We need yeah. to, the podcast market is expanding. Lots of shows, you know. WTP just hit 400 episodes. The Dick Show is is somewhere in that mm. same number, like 350 or 360. We're at 334. Like podcasts are lasting. You know, I talked about pod fading a little while ago, but mm-hmm. like as for every podcast that pod for every hundred 300 podcasts that pod fade, there's one podcast that goes past 300 episodes. And you would think they would be like, oh, podcasts are real. Like let's you know <laughs> let's change our, our settings because. That's the other great thing about podcasts is that, like, Tim says, hey, you should listen to this Doug Benson podcast about movies. And I say, that sounds fucking terrible, Tim. I don't yeah. want to listen to that ever. Yeah. But then one day I'm like, I'm real bored. I have nothing to fucking do. And it's like, <laughs> shit, maybe I'll check out this fucking Doug Benson podcast. And maybe I love it. Maybe. And it's like, okay, I need more of this. I need more of this. I got to listen to back. Like, I didn't start listening to WATP until they were 200 episodes in i mean yeah uh, you know what do you know what the first episode WATP i listened to was it was the episode where tony called in to review how did this get made yeah and i it was on a whim it was just like i was kind of out of stuff to listen to it i hadn't i think it i i, I was gonna meet carl in tampa and so i was like i want to listen to these podcasts to kind of get a hang of who these guys yeah, are yeah. and i listened to it and i really loved it i've listened to the entire back catalog all you know 300 episodes all of their patreon episodes like podcasts are bingeable i mean it's just like tv mm-hmm. can can you imagine i was about to say can you imagine if uh you know, Star Trek: The Next Generation was free on one service for only a few handful of episodes. In the <laughs> That's exactly what they're doing. Like, yeah. Star Trek, there's Star, there's the Star Trek channel on Pluto TV, and mm-hmm. you can yeah. watch like the same fourteen or fifteen episodes. Yeah, of it's like the first and, season. Yeah. yeah, it's a they. I it's like a shifting window. It'll be like the first season, first season, first season. Then it'll be second season, and and it's like the shifting window. So I'll tune in every now and again. But then it's like every commercial break, ch- ch- check out Paramount Plus, pay $7 a month to watch all these shows. And now they have the Voyager channel that's doing the same thing with Voyager. Mm. And it's like, um, I'm, I'm not going to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Sorry. I'd rather fucking get fucked. Tim, I'll, I'll give you uh, an update here. Uh, four years ago, it looks like some hero just uploaded the first 118 episodes of Doug Loves Movies to YouTube. Uh, and I guess first 118. Yes. Great. That means that means they'll be talking about movies from 2007. That's how old this show is. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like, so like, yeah, it looks like they have all they, I actually want to say, uh, someone a while back did put how old, how did this get made episodes onto YouTube? That's how I listened to their review of Rhinestone. Was, yeah, was an old YouTube video. I think now that I'm looking, like I just typed in like Monkey Shines and Batman and Robin, and I can't find any of those. I think they finally cracked down on that. So if you want to listen to the first 115 episodes of Doug Loves Movies, <laughs> you better binge this YouTube channel now before they take it down. Oh no! Yeah, I you're absolutely right. And I the funny thing is, I remember having this conversation way back in 2000. 
2012, 2012, you know, uh-huh. when there were only a few hundred episodes and, yeah. and you were like, yeah, I've been listening. I, and maybe you had just discovered at that point. Maybe. It was when I, yeah. and you were like, yeah, I tried to listen to all these episodes, but I can't get the ones that I like have already missed. And I don't know who that benefits. Yeah. I mean, it's the more accessible your product is, the more people will be able to get their hands on it. I don't, I, well, if you're that's kind of why here's how it benefits comedians, uh, because they all have huge sponsors and they're all in giant, big movies. They don't want people finding old stuff that could be clipped and used against them. That's how it benefits them by hiding everything behind a paywall. That's a fair point. Yeah. The other, the other side of that is like, so here's what I don't get. We, I try and go through it once a year when we hit our like anniversary period, I go through and I will roll our Patreon content back a tier. Mm. So like stuff that was, that's two years old. So not like the last year, but the year before stuff that's two years old goes down a tier. So, you know, stuff from when Buck and Chaka were doing the show originally, all that stuff, all that bonus content, I think is it, it's either the $1 tier or it might be free at this point. And it's so that if someone were to go like, well, was their Patreon worth it? Like, what are some of these old stuff? You can kind of yeah, listen. Yeah. Uh, I'll sub for a dollar and I get to listen to all this old back catalog bonus content. Well, maybe let me check it out. Let me check out the, the newer stuff. Let me like upgrade it here. And it is, a, it is an effort to make the stuff accessible because like, I remember um, years ago when I was, uh, Deep in the Dick Show lore, mm-hmm. Asterios Kokonos went on all of these podcasts. He must have gone on like a dozen podcasts to no. promote his book, Toys for Cheap. Mm-hmm. And I liked Asterios. I thought it was funny. I wanted to check out his appearances. And so I, he, I like, I think he was tweeting them. So I was like on Twitter and he's like, I was on this episode. I was on this episode of this show. I was on this episode of this show. And I just like, I went in there to try and listen to all their episodes. And I think at this time I did not have a podcast player. I was downloading podcasts individually and putting them into yeah, a yeah. playlist on Pulsar because <laughs> I had not like, so I, I was still not, I still didn't believe in podcasts. Uh-huh. I listened to the biggest problem for two years. And I was like, I don't know about these podcasts. I don't think they're a real deal. I don't think anybody's going to listen to them. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so so many of these fucking podcasts, the way that I had to download their episode was to like open up the Chrome inspect layer and find the like embed of the MP3 <laughs> yep, yep. and go like find to download them. It's like put a fucking download button in your fucking episode description so that I can download. I'm not going to subscribe to your whole goddamn RSS feed so that I can listen to one fucking episode with the comedian I want to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to listen to this one episode. If it's good, maybe I'll check out the, a couple more episodes. If it's not, I fucking won't. <laughs> and they seem to like, there's this economy of podcasting where it's like, no, no, you got to subscribe to the RSS feed. Subscribe to the RSS feed and forget about it. So we get a bunch of downloads. I don't give a Same shit. Same as you, it's, it's just like YouTube these days. Mm. Like the gall to ask me to like and subscribe and hit the notification icon before your content has even started. Uh, uh-uh. fuck those people. <laughs> hey, Lord, hey. Like not even. <laughs> hey, you might you might end up liking the episode, and then you that's what I'll do. Like, you forgot to hit yeah, like I mean, and subscribe. I, <laughs> I thought about that I would like the episode, but it was about some movie holes, and no one's fucking seen <laughs> look, that. Look, look, I mean, it's, it's an okay movie, I guess. I mean, everyone should watch the episode four times, but, you know, I mean, we got other episodes, too. 
Yeah, I YouTube is a great example. Like mm-hmm. you can go into YouTube, you can go in YouTube right now, hack the movies, and then there's a I mean, it's obfuscated, it sucks, but you can go to like uploads and it's like every episode Tony's ever done from mm-hmm. way back when you were like literally kind of rewriting and I mean, editing your You used to be able to hit, to hit a button stuff. and go like hit reverse watch by oldest video yeah. first. Yeah, now on YouTube, ahead. a few yeah. a few episodes are missing on YouTube, but that's not my yeah, fault. That's that. Yeah. yeah, that happens. Yeah, but and but that's like that wasn't up to you. No, if it were up to you, all those episodes would be there so people could watch them. Yeah, they but are like, on the podcast feed. They're the all podcasters there. don't seem to give a fuck. They're just like, yep, our thing ended at three hundred, so eh, whatever. Yeah, you can. There are eleven hundred episodes of watching movies with Doug. Uh, you can listen to the last 250 of them. Yeah. It's, it's so frustrating and it's, I, it's really indicative of this whole problem of the memory hole where content can't last. Mm -hmm. Like, and part of it is part of it is like Tony said, you know, they're making Joe, Jason Manzoukas on, um, how did this get made was making like very funny, very mm-hmm. raunchy, very inappropriate jokes. And now June Diane Shear and her cuck husband, Paul Shear have become so woken out of touch with reality that they can't associate with that stuff anymore. Who, who, by the so, way, Paul Shear used to write like rape jokes and stuff oh, for the yeah. fucking league. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like these people. Uh, and we, so we have to live in like the, the constant present. We cannot allow that old stuff to come out because like fact is facts being facts. You have to show, you know, someone goes like, Oh, look at the, an episode one twenty one of getting high with Doug, his, his bonus episode. You mean getting Doug with high, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he said the F slur and now we're going to need to cancel him. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, motherfucker. I said the F slur last week on this podcast. <laughs> I know. And I've been, I've been trying to, to cancel you this whole time. <laughs> He's trying to cancel the podcast from the inside. <laughs> and and you know they they like like they're putting contents warnings on Looney Tunes episodes yeah, where it's yeah. like this was made in a different time. Don't we just know that? Like don't you just know that? Is like it says 1978 right there. Well, <laughs> no no because a lot of time those content warnings I think started in like the 90s. So no, people didn't just know that because people are idiots. But I prefer like, that uh, to just censoring the stuff and removing the stuff. It, if that's the compromise, just put a thing like, hey, you're probably not going to like some of the stuff in this, but you know, it's a product of the time. Here it is untouched. I, I, I prefer that to just completely rewriting or removing yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'll agree. That's absolutely the lesser of two evils. Yeah. But it is evil and despicable. <laughs> and I wish that like the people that complain about that shit would just die. <laughs> Just let me like fucking listen to whatever podcast I want. Yeah. It's got to be there. It's because you never like. And, and it is more annoying that it was free for years, like maybe a decade. Mm-hmm. It was free. Yeah. Uh, again, we're not even talking about like bonus stuff behind Patreon and whatnot. Just regular yeah. old free episodes that are now just gone. It's very, very frustrating. Uh, Do you think that. Oh, shit, I forgot the point I was trying to make there. <laughs> you interrupted me and I for fucking forgot. Anyway. I'm sorry. No, nah, I, I 
can't believe I space on that. I normally don't space on something about yet. memory hole. We were going on memory holes and that's not important. Anyway, uh, do you, you want to do, do, do you want to play else? an ad? You want to play an ad to, to break <laughs> up that awkwardness? <laughs> Stamps.com. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about on uh, not archiving your podcast properly? Um, yes, but you'll have to pay four ninety nine a month <laughs> to access it. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Well, uh, that brings me into my next mini issue on this. Here's what I don't get. Advertisements. These ads on podcasts are insane. Like how many ads have you heard on podcasts for like ZipRecruiter? That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, I remember when I was listening to podcasts regularly and it was like Harry's mm-hmm. uh, stamps.com. Yep. Are we, are we talking yeah. about like, <laughs> are we talking about like, like brand deals, like the host is reading it or yeah. just commercials that play any, any and all. And it's not that I don't understand advertising. Like I understand why people do the advertising. Like we're doing these dynamic ads in this episode to try and get an extra buck. I get that. What I don't understand is is that they like your target like ZipRecruiter specifically. Like, how many fucking HR p- people do you think are just sitting at their computer listening to podcasts all fucking day? And they're like, and they haven't heard of ZipRecruiter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can you can post a job listing on Indeed.com and get a get a listing of what the thing is. Holy shit. Carol, did you hear about this? We can post on Indeed. I just, I generally don't understand advertising because I'm autistic and advertising doesn't work on me, but Mm -hmm. like the specificity of the ads that get served on podcasts, I'm just like, okay, I bought a Harry's razor in like 2016. It was a fine thing. Mm. I really don't need it to be advertised to me again. I stopped buying them because I have a beard. Well, I think a lot of times they, I feel like they do fade out because eventually Harry's made it into retail stores. And I haven't heard a Harry's razor ad on anything. Uh, Because Manscaped did the same thing. Yeah. Same with, uh, I know I did a bunch of Manscaped ads, but it looks like they're doing less now. But um, what was it like? Casper mattresses. I used to hear about that all the time. Yeah. I guess they made it. They even made a podcast studio at their headquarters because they were advertising <laughs> on so many podcasts. Uh, the walls lined with Casper mattresses to like dead and sound. <laughs> I should actually look it up. Hold on. Uh, but yeah, I don't even know. If, are they even a purple? thing now? Were they turned into? Yeah. No, no they're still they, Casper. They are. You can buy Casper pillows at Target, at Target, like in the mm. aisles, and you can buy Casper mattresses for the same fucking exorbitant price yeah. in, you know, Mattress Firm or Mathis Brothers. Like, it really felt like that was the that was the um, business model where they were going to like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll advertise our shit on podcasts until we get notoriety enough, and then we'll transition into the standard market of podcast mm-hmm. of like marketing yeah. and sell. My, our my favorite thing shit. is when a podcast like dips its toes into a new like um, subset of advertising. Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I remember a podcast I used to listen to that did like for like two episodes, the ads were for like, um, uh, masks and vaccine oh. mandates, drag queen story hours, world war three, three, three new from Choco labs, makers of the 2015 hit drug, the red pill and the somewhat less popular 2020 drug, the black pill 
comes Nostalgitol, the miracle drug that lets you forget about the present and only remember the past. Back to a time when the future looked bright and the world was full of promise. When athletes would warm up before games instead of kneeling before them or suddenly dying during them. Or when you could call your friends retards or faggots without getting canceled. Don't wait. I Ask your doctor this. about Nostalgitol today. Or don't. Because your doctor is probably still a vax shilling mask tard. Possible side effects include unwanted Nickelback songs stuck in your head, mental retardation, shell shock, rickets, Mexican leprosy, southern itch, Negro leg, Jewish disease, Chinese restaurant syndrome, jungle rod, trichomania, temporary factory, and being blissfully unaware the world is run by satanic pedophiles. Nostalgitol, where the present is optional and the past is always rose colored. There was a lot of there was a lot of uh, side effects there. I didn't catch them all. Was that fucking Bruce Campbell? I wanted, Bruce, uh, we get a Bruce Campbell out on our show. I wanted to disavow all the side effects that I heard in that one, especially I, something I about we the Jews. A, I disavow that. There's a spike on our uh, on our dynamically inserted ad revenue. We're now up to uh, six dollars, six dollars and thirty seven cents. But what were you saying about uh, ads uh, when they dip their toes into new things? Well, spe- speaking of um, <laughs> of pills, yeah, I remember it was it was a podcast I used to listen to that, like, for two episodes, like you, you can tell they they had done they had they had recorded an episode, and before like the blow blowback happened, they had recorded another episode where all the ads were for like ED pills. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I can't relate to doing ads for erectile dysfunction pills. Cause I did ads for erectile dysfunction, chewable tablets. Blue chew is a blue <laughs> chewable tablet. They were very specific in their ad copy. I could not call them pills and nor would I, because they are chewable tablets and uh, they work guys. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. They, they work. I really honestly wonder when, you know, you, <laughs> Like, no offense, Tony. Yeah. I would never read an ad for Blue Chew because I don't want people to think that my dick don't work. <laughs> my dick is <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like the ads, the ads yeah. are for shit. It was like, oh uh, yeah, uh, Tab Bird here with here, so I get to talk to you about all free and clear detergent, all free and clear detergent. It cleans my clothes and it doesn't leave weird smells that make me <laughs> cause that cause me to break out in hives. All free and clear detergent. Like I would make that advertisement because all free and clear detergent is the detergent that I've used for fucking ten plus years. Well, look, look, look. It wasn't just but- for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a. You need to, something to get the train going, okay? All right, it's, it makes it makes yeah. Do you know? Harder. Do you know what I have to get the train going, Tony? What? A big titty. Look at that. <laughs> that doesn't get you going. Come on. Like the the ads are they're they're embarrassing. Like there's that embarrassing quality to them mm-hmm. where there's about shit like blue chew, where it's like, are you a boner guy? And <laughs> And uh, no, I'm not a boner guy. Like uh, I have a boner that works completely correctly. I don't need other uh, supplementary nonsense. <laughs> and then there's the like, I, you know, so we listen to Pandora at work. We have a Pandora station because apparently, and I don't know why this is Pandora works in our, on our Wi-Fi network. No problems. Spotify, <laughs> all kinds of fucking problems. Can't tell you why. Don't know why. So Pand- we Pandora, Pan- I think has been around longer. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, they've optimized the network stuff. So we have a Pandora station, and everyone that works, I'm like, all right, first things first, put an artist in the playlist. Our playlist is, like, today Today it went from um, Christian rock <laughs> to 80s prog rock. Uh-huh. 
to Herbie Hancock uh-huh. to um it was some modern like pop rapish diva lady, maybe okay. Lady Gaga. I don't know. I don't know about modern music. But I was just like this is this is the music of like a nosebleed <laughs> no, no, no! It's the it's room. the hell. It's the hell of like randomizing all my liked songs on Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But it but it's kind of perfect because like nobody walks in there and they're just like, oh, we're listening to Rush all day. Fuck that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're gonna listen to Rush all day. You're gonna, but you're also gonna be able to listen to some other cool stuff too. Like whatever you like, it will be there. Country music, like uh, fucking Tennessee whiskey. That that song popped on mm-hmm. at one point. Everyone's mm-hmm. fucking singing along. I'm like, why does everyone? <laughs> why is everyone singing to Tennessee whiskey? I don't know what's happening. Uh, so like, th- the ads are not targeted to anyone specifically. It's just kind of like this shotgun blast yeah. of random shit. But but we get Pandora ads for like every other commercial break will be. Like uh, this, this segment of Pandora is brought to you with limited commercial interruption by Progressive Auto. Get your auto insurance through Progressive and bundle and save. And I, I will never use Progressive because I hate flow. And then the very next, the very fucking next audio uh, advertising thing will be like, this segment of Pandora is brought to you by USAA Auto Insurance. Visit USAA if you're a former serviceman. And it'll be like, uh, okay, and then the next one will be like, got brought to you by Geico, and I'm like, how many fucking car insurance things are there, and why are you all advertising at the same time? It's like, we're gonna, like, I got you, I got you, bitch, I got you, bitch, I got you, bitch, I got you, bitch, like, you know what? I'm just gonna stick with my same car insurance that has been the same, like, progressively lowering in price the more yeah. years I use it. I, that's That's the baffling part about these ads, is that they're for things that people don't need. I remember when uh, Biggest Problem did the Harry's ad. I was like, I'm going to check out these Harry's razors because I don't I don't like shave my whole face. I've had a beard for a long time, but mm. I would like, you know, I, I do the stuff under the under the chin. Mm. I shave my balls. I'm like, let me check out these Harry's razors. And the promo code didn't work. And then the next week they're like, yeah, uh, promo code didn't work because so many people use it. They assumed it was a scam. So now we have to use <laughs> this new promo code. And I was like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. You know, like if you're not going to make your fucking promo codes work, then why the fuck am I going to bother? And then they started advertising like Castor mattresses. And so when the time came for me to buy a new mattress, I was like, well, they advertise on Biggest Problem. Maybe I can, you know, let's buy a Castor mattress. The ad copy said, get a mattress for a reasonable price. And I go there, Casper.com slash biggest. Mm-hmm. Let me look at your things. Queen size mattress. Fourteen hundred dollars. <laughs> no, thank you. I can save. I can save fifty fifty dollars by going to Casper.com slash biggest yeah. and use promo code biggest. Well, that saves me about fucking nothing. <laughs> Let me go see what I have in beds on uh, you know, Amazon.com, Amazon.com slash memory foam mattress. Oh, there are about three hundred results, and they're all under four hundred dollars. I guess although, I'll buy one of those. Although the Queen Amazon mattress I got did really fucking suck. Um, but then I got a nice Helix mattress. Tony, uh, this episode is brought to you by <laughs> random Amazon mattresses. Oh, You're ruining dear. our ad copy. I'm sorry. I, I Look, I was sponsored by Helix, and I sleep on my nice Helix Midnight Lux mattress, and it actually feels really, really great. Way better than the Amazon one that I had. I, I'm not I actually lying. I this, bet it does. It actually feels really good. <laughs> Every time Tony says the word Lux, it's five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's and and I I don't begrudge the hosts for like reading the shit out. Yeah, yeah. But I, I kind of wish they'd be. I kind of wish they'd be like you know you wait 
because you have to wait a certain amount of time. You know, mm-hmm. when Casper, you know, now Casper's not advertising anymore. Some of these podcasts have been really long going. They could be like, yes, Casper mattress is bullshit. Fuck Casper. Fuck him. <laughs> I would never do that. Be a little honest. Come on. Uh, uh, how do you feel about Raid Shadow Legends? It's the greatest <laughs> game ever. I play <laughs> as Ronda Rousey bitch. all the time. Ronda uh, Rousey was in uh, the Night Elf Mohawk game. What was that game? Uh, Mr. T advertised for it. Oh, it was really. Uh, what you go? Was it that? Uh, not World of well, Warcraft. Yeah, That's World of game, Warcraft. Yeah. yeah, but Raid's better. Raid's better. It's my favorite game. Uh, yeah. I like. I know. I I know. I really love Siphon Filter. But when I was playing Raid Shadow Legends, I was like Siphon what? And I threw out all my copies of Siphon Filter. Uh, I I literally got into an argument with people at work about Siphon Filter, and I was about to be like, and I was on Siphon Filter in France with my friend. And I was like, oh wait, no, 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 no. no. Um, <laughs> I will say with uh, ads on podcasts, it is annoying. And again, how, how did this get made? Did it? But also. My ex was listening to your mom's house, which was kind of a fun show at one point. It, it is, it's not anymore. It never was. It but never was Tony. They were kind <laughs> they of have, funny. They have good. More. They have good clips. Good yeah. old school clips. Uh, but no, Bert, there Bert was Kreischer like Kreischer should kill him. No, Bert's not. He's on not. No, 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 your mom's house. He's not always on. You're thinking, your mom's you're house thinking house. of two bears, one cave. Two bears, yeah. one cave is awful. I mix them up because yeah. that was awful. awful from the get go. <laughs> Um, but no, your mom's house, when it was just kind of them and their comedian friends, it was like yeah. something. And then it, it blew up. But yeah, I remember there was like episodes where like, there's like a six minute stretch of them just reading different advertisements. Yes. Yeah. Like, One after the other. And like yeah. the most, the most I've done in an episode is like two and they were spaced out. Like that, yeah. yeah the, That's the other like, thing is like oh, when, when one episode has segments. five different sponsors. Yeah, and then yeah. there's some in the beginning and some in the middle. It's like Jesus Christ, like two at the most. Like let's try to space this out if we can, because it's literally the episode just gr- it's going to grind to a halt anyway. And you can look at analytics; most people just kind of skip through them. But like if it's a six minute block, then holy shit! But I only see that on like the really big podcasts. I don't really see that in like smaller ones that have ads. Well, I mentioned earlier talking about like I listened to the boys cast and just like can't mm. do it. They they were talking about some like um box meal thing mm. and it was factor like, like what, what, Hello HelloFresh or Factor. No, yeah. it, no, it wasn't HelloFresh. Mm. I know that cuz HelloFresh is like they're past the they're they like Oh, they're over, over the, the tipping the point. Yeah. 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 They're the over the podcast hill. Like yeah. everyone knows about HelloFresh <laughs> now. That's the one thing I guess I can respect about the podcast advertisers is that you know, I can't tell you how many fucking progressive auto insurance commercials mm-hmm. I've seen in my lifetime. Mm. Too fucking many. Like these people have regular TV commercials. They don't need to be on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the podcast stuff. Like you crest. You know, Harry's crested the hill. Now they're in Target. You're good. We're done. We're, we're yeah, good. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> and but yeah, they were doing some, and and they would just like, and they I, theirs were read. They were like live reads, and that they were reading them, and they were kind of inserted in between segments. And their show is segmented, so it was easy for yeah. them to like switch into an ad and switch back. But I was just like, it just turns me off, man. It just it it makes like I. That's the thing about the advertisements, especially the dynamically inserted ones, like we've been dealing with this, this episode. When I'm listening to a podcast and those dynamically inserted 
ads come on and I'm driving, like there's a button in my car. I just hammer that thing three times. One, two, three, boom. Are they still talking? One, two, three, boom. Are they still talking? One, two, three. Are they still talking? Oh, we're back in the episode. I missed 15 seconds of episode. I don't care. Yeah. As long as I don't have to fucking listen to these ads. Mm. You know, YouTubers, um, the, what was the, what was that? See the, SFX studio that was doing YouTubes for a while. Corridor. Oh, Corridor. Yeah. They would yeah. put yeah. like, I, a, stopped, a, I stopped a, watching them because they started doing the thing where they'd be like, go to our uh, website. We can't show you this segment. Yeah. So show it in our website. Yeah. And it was like, ah, you can blow me. And they did yeah. three of them. And I was like, I'm out. Yeah. But when they would do ad segments, they would put a little yellow bar at the bottom for the entire ad mm-hmm. segment. And so it was great for me. Cause I'd be like, oh, ad segment, arrow key, arrow key, arrow key, arrow key, arrow key <laughs> yellow bars gone. Yeah, Done. or like this. This yeah. adds like they would put a timer on the screen, like one one minute thirty seconds, and it would just count down. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, those the and then when they do like, it's really got to be one ad. This this episode is brought to you by this thing. Yes, yeah. like Casper Mattress gave us a hundred dollars to make this episode by them. Whatever they get, I don't know what I don't know what the fucking payout is. We don't have ads. I don't, you know what, guys? I don't have ads on my website. You know, so, uh, it doesn't matter. Some, like, some are better than others. I'll give you that. I'll, let, I'll give you tell you that much. Some are better than others. Yeah, and I understand. Like, you have to make a living. I get it, but make it accessible for me to not listen to the ad, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not going to buy it. Like, and I again, that's probably because I'm autistic and ads don't work on me. But mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't imagine looking at someone and being like. Tony uses this razor. <laughs> I must need to use that razor too. Uh, but the same better, reason you why better I was buy like, a fucking manscaped razor if they ever sponsor me again. <laughs> Michael Jordan. I thought about buying a manscaped razor and I was like, do I get Tony's manscaped? Do I get Carl's <laughs> manscaped? I don't know which one to do. And you know what I did? What? Neither. <laughs> I just bought a, I just bought a cheap, uh, you know, beard trimmer. Well, listen, 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 Target. listen. Carl makes more money than me, so you should have bought it for me, you asshole. <laughs> At the time, he did not. Oh. No, I'm pretty... His Patreon was always better than mine. If you ever get sponsored by a deep discount, I might swing over there and buy some <laughs> Are they even around I love, <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I remember the... So I, you know, binged listened to WTP, and it was like, deep discount. I was like, deep discount sounds like something that I would want. Physical media for a, a decent price? Oh, they are still around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I don't get I don't get these podcast advertisements. I don't get who they're for. Like it's so it's not like television back in the day where you were just you were trapped four and a half minutes. You were trapped watching the commercials. Even like streaming on YouTube, if you're not running an ad blocker, you're trapped watching those commercials. Mm-hmm. On a podcast, I got a fucking button that I can hammer like a motherfucker. I got buttons on my headphones that'll skip that shit. There is no point in time where I am listening to an ad or taking it seriously. Oh, better help? I can talk to a psychologist? I would rather get fucked. <laughs> okay, I got... Okay, two things, two things. One, on Deep Discount, you can get uh, multiple seasons of Star Trek Lower Decks all for under 30 bucks. Uh, two... BetterHelp is the one brand that I will not do ads for. And do you yeah. want to do you want to know why, Tab? Because they won't pay you. No, no, they're willing to pay me. Uh, is it because I'm noble? Is it because I care about mental health? 
No, it's because I went on Carl's show and I made fun of uh, how did this get made and I called BetterHelp a scam. So if I did do a commercial for them, it'd be easy for someone to cancel me by pulling that audio. So whenever it's suggested, they're like, will you do an ad for BetterHelp? I'm like, yeah, let's all let's save us all a headache. Let, let me not do that one. I feel like that's going to really bite us in the ass if I do that. So that's Carl the one thing the- I always have to turn down. Yeah. Carl has some of the worst fucking ads, man. Like, oh, check out Magic Mind. I've been drinking Magic Mind for six months. and like, oh, That's that mushroom powder from better. Joe Rogan. Right? I haven't like, heard him do an ad in a fuck long time. Off, Carl. By the way, Deep oh, Discount he- has a whole Star Trek. You click movies, and there's just right on their front page, Star Trek. That's like in their movie section. You need just to get sponsored, Tony, <laughs> so I can buy some Star Trek movies. <laughs> I Yeah. I have too much fucking Lower Decks merchandise as it is, and I'm going to get you, you motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I had to wash all those fucking shirts, by the way, because they all got fucked up when my uh basement flooded. So I had to wash them. (laughs) They were all nicely stretched together into one big mass, and I was like, I got to fucking, this is all molding and shit. So I had to, like, pull them all out and wash them and then put them in another box. (laughs) So that's my my issue for this segment is... uh, advertisements i don't i don't understand like who's who's fucking listening to podcast advertisements in the year of our lord 2023 as tony likes to say well i'm glad you uh are complaining about the thing that is like my livelihood at the moment so that's great that's great i hate that thing (laughs) i'm like and and i'm like finally able to be my own boss and have my own thing because of that. And Tab's like, here's why it's bad, Tony. Like, right, Do you know why I really hate advertisements? It's why because it? it allows Tony to live. And I, just, I, I really want to. Uh, spoiler alert. I'm actually, I'm 37 <laughs> accounts on Cinemasker Truth. That's oh, no. Yeah, I've been trying to cancel you for all these years, and it just hasn't worked yet. You're trying to cancel, here's what I get from the inside. I'm trying to cancel you from the inside. By, by the way, shit. I don't know if you Cancelception. saw. I don't know if you saw, I put a video out on Thursday that made it seem like I was getting canceled. Did you see I'm that? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Dude. <laughs> There's so many views. So, yo, it did so, like... The like it's normalized now, but like for a video, I just didn't have time to do a real video. Let me see here. Uh, okay, now it's normalized, but yeah, yeah. for like the first like two days, it's like 4,000 more views than usual. I'm like, man, people were really excited to see me get canceled. <laughs> and the thumbnail is like Tony looking sad. And yeah, like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like, and it was Arrow. literally oh, someone, someone legit did pay mint to do those weird videos yelling at me for things I got wrong. And I'm like, how do that's I make funny. a I'm like, how do I make a video out of this? And that's what I came up with, all because I'm just too busy to do another video. Oh man! Well, that's it. Uh, Tim, do you want to hand off the the next segment to Buck? Coming in next, we got Uncle Buck. Well, thank you, Tim. Here's what I don't get: liquidation stores. Have you ever you ever experienced a liquidation store there, Tab? Yes. What was what was what was your experience? Uh. <laughs> Kmart went out of business when I was a kid and like everything was, you know, 10% off and the, they take the good stuff and like ship it out before anybody can shop. And so you're just left with the dregs of whatever for three months as they slowly, they progressively increase the discount by 10% every couple of weeks. And then, yep. you know, the last day it's like, everything's 90% off and it's like, here are bottle caps and 
things, parts of things that are left behind and broken, or like you can have this Blu-ray of of season three, disc four of VeggieTales. Man, what a what a find! <laughs> yeah, what a find! So, um, there is a a discount or, or uh, what? That, what's what's the fucking word I just used? Liquidation. A uh, liquidation. My brain, man. Third shift is really doing a number on me right now. Uh, there's a liquidation store here in Statesville, and I had never been to it, but I'd heard people ranting and raving. Oh man, you could like they're on on Fridays everything is ten dollars, and then on Saturday everything is eight dollars, and Fridays mm. the day when they restock. Yeah, and then like on Monday, blah blah blah, and all the way around like on Thursday everything is one dollar, and I was like, man. And they were so their their business model, from what I'm gathering, is they're buying um, Amazon lots, returns. Amazon returns. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, like uh, somebody found like um, like Aunt Buck found me a pop filter. Not particularly this one, but she found me one. So and so found like a iPad or something. I mean, you know, you can 10 bucks is 10 bucks. People, uh, my, my wife's cousin uh, found like one of those little back massager things that, you know, people misuse women misuse. So, um. I was like, man, I'm I'm excited to go. And it's, it's been over there for months. So Saturday morning, things work out. We're going to go to, as we colloquially call it, the Amazon store, which is not necessarily Amazon. Uh, it's run by a Mexican family. They're very nice. Nice little operation they've got going. But we go. And they've got all their, their stuff dumped out into a, a series of like five or six tables. And uh-huh. you can just rummage through them. And uh, that we were we were first in line. I was I was pumped, and so as I start going through, I'm like, well, let's just see what little treasures, little treasures we find. Then I find like a couple things, and I'm bearing in mind eight bucks a pop. You know, is this thing that I found uh, worth more than eight dollars or less than eight dollars? Like, like I'm not going to on the prices, right? Is it higher or lower? Uh, lower, well, I mean, Bob. Ding ding ding. Correct. <laughs> well, like if you find like some little pizza tchotchke shit, that's cool. But like if you, I'm, if it's worth two dollars and you pay eight dollars, you know that's what this week's episode. Here's what I don't get uh, is brought to you in part by giants. social media giants. Social media giants. For some fucking reason, we need to uh, advertise their Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and all these ubiquitous I, services that harvest your data exists. Because I, maybe I for some reason you forgot so that they existed for fifteen seconds. And anyway. I haven't back been able to, the to show. turn it back off. But the yeah. good news is we're up to $13.37 in dynamic ad revenue. Hey, that's cool. Also, you talking while that thing was going was absolutely blowing my ears out. So everything <laughs> you I got the message of hey, social media, social media, social media. And then in the background, you're going yeah. sounded like something off of Veggie Tales. So um I was much more energetic because it was not eight in the morning when I recorded that ad. Yeah. All the social media giants. Yeah. Yeah. That really, um, boy, man, I, I got to tell you, social media giants right in my fucking eardrums at 120 decibels, right in my little ear, uh, uh, in-ear monitors that I did not find at the Amazon uh, liquidation store. Of course not. No, I bought them on actual Amazon and they cost me $30. Actually, they might have been 40. I can't remember. Anyway, so we go a rummaging. Me, Aunt Buck, Aunt Buck's dad. Um, thank you to everyone who who sent condolences about uh, Aunt Buck's mom, by the way. She passed away the following day after that episode. So anyway, 
And it was, we were dealing with all that now, too. So, uh, and Abuck's cousin and his wife, we're all rummaging through these tables and we'll, we'll pick up, the, oh, hey, do you need this? Um, nah. Do you need this? Oh, man, I've been looking for one of those. Let me find. My kids are rummaging through stuff. Uh-huh. So, everyone buys, you know, a couple of things, a couple of things. We go through the checkout process, we get home. Turns out none of it worked. Oh, shit. So, like, Ian got this little thing that he thought was an airplane. It turns out it's a shark that goes in the water and it has a battery. Mm. Why you put a battery in the water is beyond me, but the battery's been ripped apart. It's Amazing. all in this this bag. So, you just you buy the bag and it's like, well, you buy at your own risk. Uh, Annabelle bought uh, these like reading glasses. And she tried them on before she left. He's like, oh, yeah, definitely. These are going to work. Turns out they're not good for reading at all. At least not for her. Uh, like you, They make certain things look a little bit bigger. But as soon as you actually try to read, everything goes blurry as fuck. It's like they were designed not to work. Unreading um, glasses. Yeah, they're unreading glasses. <laughs> I bought. Um, the So Aunt Buck bought. I was about to buy a, a one of those like light up rainbow USB keyboards because she'd always wanted one. We were fortunate in that they will let you open the box before you buy it because it was missing a bunch of keys. <laughs> so she put that one back and uh, she picked up a different one. Has it, have we tested it yet? Not yet. Uh, and so as an aside to lead up to this point, my wife's cousin uh, recently got into like f- fixing and building computers. People bring him. So he's always got parts. He's got stuff that doesn't work and he makes it work. And he knew that my computers around here were not doing so great. So he like gave a, gave me a laptop, uh, gave Aunt Buck a laptop, gave us an iMac, gave us uh, parts to fix that beast that I used to use to record the show that always sounded like <laughs> during the recording. So uh, props to him. Thank you very much for that. Chuck, you're a great guy. I was like, Hey, I need to find me like a little USB keyboard and mouse for my, my new laptop. Uh, which I've been setting up for studio purposes and also playing doom at work. So um, I, uh, and I bought a ring light. I bought a ring light because uh, you know, I'm a a podcaster, you know, sometimes a little extra lighting goes a long way. Tab, do you see the reflection in my shades of a functioning ring light? I do not. You want to know why? Because the ring light doesn't work. Yeah. Little, little fuckwad does not work. It is a defunct ring light. I got it home. I set it up. I plugged it in. There's just no life to it whatsoever. That was eight bucks. And it's not like I can take it back to the store and be like, hey, this doesn't work. They're like, yeah, and you bought it. Here's what you do, Buck. You find that same ring light on Amazon and you buy it for full price. And then you put this ring light in the box and send that fucker back. Uh, well, so this didn't come with a box. It came in a big plastic bag, and I'm not even sure I can find a part number on it. The new one will come in a box, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh, we'll see. Um, but I did. I, I I went through several iterations of looking for keyboard mouse combos, realizing I actually don't need the keyboard. I found a little mouse in a box. A little mouse in a box, just like this. No dongle. Oh no, it has a dongle. The problem I have with it is a lot worse than that. So I uh, I pop the box into my backpack. I get to work. 
I go to pull the mouse out to uh, hook it up to my laptop, and then I discover this. That it's white? No, the camera is not showing you the right color. It's fucking pink. Oh. It is a, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm overexposed over here. But that is a, that is a, like, like, interior vaginal pink mouse. Okay. A fucking pink mouse. I was like, son of a fucking bitch. Oh, my God. Is there a marking on the box that denotes pink mouse? No. Oh, you just got to assume that shit's all pink these days. Everything's either white or pink or black. And and chances are no one's returning the black mouses. They like the big yeah. black mouse, not the light, small, dainty pink mouse. So, like, here's the one that I've been using, and I just stole it from, from Aunt Buck. For, so, we had a laptop that I'm actually still using to record right now. Uh, this is, like, our joint-use laptop. Uh, and we still have it. And I don't know what we're going to do with two extra laptops. So, we'll figure something out. But um, juggle, yeah, I'm gonna juggle, man. God, just let's that'd be amazing. Just watch all that hit the ground and just disintegrate all that money. So, um, no, uh, so I still, you know, I just I just stole the mouse from this one and uh, I've been playing Doom in between trucks at work, it's been it's been really nice. But uh, all in all, we spent like 80 bucks at that stupid store and we have like two functional things that came home. You know, it's funny. So trucking and tucking and Tim and I went to one of those. This was, this was like, this was in 2021 probably. And it had, it was like just opened up. It's like Friday. It's funny. Everything's inflated now. Now Friday is a $10 day. When we went two years ago, Friday was a $5 day, which is really like what you should be paying for Amazon returns. And so uh, we kind of wandered around. I think we had one cart, the three of us, and we just kind of like put a bunch of shit in there. And then we, kind of pulled off to the side and it was like, now nah, we don't, I don't actually need this. I don't actually need yeah. this. I don't actually need this. And yeah. like called it down. But what I dis- what I discovered. So I got, I have a zero water like bin thing that's in the, um, it's in the fridge. And I, I've been thinking I should like bring it down here so that I can just dispense water at a moment's notice. And yeah, there you go. But I found like 30 filters for it. And they were all just scattered throughout the bins. And I like kept grabbing them. And I'm like, they're really $5 a piece for these fucking things is too much. So I found yeah. another box and I just pile them all in that box. And I got 30 filters for $5, which is an amazing yeah, deal. Yeah. Um, and Tim got a, Tim got a keyboard, but for the most part, like <clears throat> I got a, I got a coffee grinder that turned out to be a piece of garbage. Yeah. <clears throat> like, there was, there was this, and so many, so many things you find, you'd be like, oh, this is neat, but it's missing pieces. And so, you know, maybe you'd find the pieces later, but then you couldn't find the original item. And it's all just like trash. It's being sold for, for too much. And then if you go any, any day other than the $5 day, it's, I mean, it's literally trash at that point. It's like, just fucking throw this stuff away, close and throw this stuff away. Yeah. The ones, the as they kind of evolved. So that was the first one I went to. Then there was one that opened up kind of close to my house and they had like the bins, but then they also had like scratch and dent appliances. And they had a section of like shelved items that were not part of the daily deal business. So you could buy like a microwave or 
they seem to mostly be electronics of some kind. There was some glassware. There was it was like a random collection of shit. It was like a thrift store with no organizational pattern. Yeah. It was it was um it was a weird experience. And I'm th- thinking back on it like I don't think I have any of those things that I bought for $5 and I probably spent, you know, 80 bucks or you know, 50, 60 bucks maybe. I don't I got like a light uh, that's like articulating arms, a bunch of little 1 10-inch LED sticks that are on articulating arms and uh I used them the the other day working on my car and that was like the first time I had used them for anything. And they kind of suck. Like they're not, it's not pure white light. It's not super bright. And I was just like, well, it was only $5, but this kind of sucks. I, I would much rather just buy the thing that I need for more and, you know, pay the extra. But now those, those stores have just like, I drive down 44 back and forth to Tulsa and there are three of them in view of the highway. It's like big bins, liquidation, get your, you know, Amazon deals. And it's like, no, I, you know, burn uh, me once, you fool, fool uh, me once, shame on you, fool me twice. You ain't, you ain't gonna fool me, don't get fooled again. Uh, yeah, the it's a such a weird business model, too. It's like, yeah, we um, we're buying Amazon returns, and then people are like, because there were you remember you there were YouTube videos of people, you know two or three years ago, like it's like, I bought a pallet of Amazon returns and I got a free laptop. And then, then people started buying pallets of Amazon returns. It's like, this is all trash. Yeah. And like storage wars did trick you into thinking that there was <laughs> like storage wars tricked so many people into driving up the cost of uh, the storage units in bidding and paying uh, outrageous sums of money to throw away other people's trash. Yeah. So that was the other thing, this store, I don't know the one that you went to, this store also had uh, like these mystery bags. It was literally a hefty trash bag full of just random shit. <laughs> and for like 10 bucks. And it's like, why would I do that? And my wife's cousin was like, well, you know, it's like the, it's like, like the mystery, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And I was like, it sounds to me like gambling. <laughs> it and sounds I, to me like, Hey, do you want to buy my trash for $10? There might be something good in there. Is there? Yeah. No, I just want you to throw this away. <laughs> so like they found um they they bought one and like it had basically nothing in it. The only thing in there that was of any interest whatsoever was like a little knit that little knit purple hat thing that I mm-hmm. took a picture. So I, I being me and been and just doing a thing without vetting like maybe this is a good idea maybe it's a bad idea i put it on my head i took a picture and i posted to the discord hey i'm trans now i'm aunt Colbuck. and immediately uh did you see that conversation yeah and immediately the listeners were like hey let's turn this into a uh, spite producer thing and make tab and uncle buck dress in drag for five minutes an episode and talk in women's voices I was like, wow, I really fucked up. Thanks, Amazon store. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my issue. Yeah. Uh I I remember the one we went to. It, I, I don't remember if it was the first week that it was open or like the second week it was open, but um so we're there and we're like shuffling stuff around. And then they're like, all right, everybody, and they like all the tables, the tables were like I don't know, 
six feet wide by four feet deep, and they kind of have a little lip on the edges, so you can just dump piles of trash into them, and then it won't fall yeah. on the floor. And they're all on wheels, so they like take them and they they make a line of them. So they have the and they they sh- they take a few of them back behind this line of tables, and then they go back and they're like dumping more boxes of shit into the tables, and then they go and they get these like DJ Bluetooth speakers. You know, they have the color strobing RGB light on it or a little thing that shines up at your ceiling and you Bluetooth into them. And it's like, this is my little party speaker. And they got a bunch of those and they had them all piled up on those tables. And then they're, they're like, all right, everybody need to get over to this side of the store. And then we're going to open this up. And all these people are rushing to get these party DJ speakers for $5. And you see people with like three of them piled up in their carts. And I, I watched that whole spectacle and I was like, number one, I don't want one of those things. But number two, um, that is just so you will go on Facebook and be like, I got this brand new Bluetooth party speaker for $5 at the $5 liquidation store at 71st Memorial. And people be like, oh, my God, this sounds fascinating. I need to go buy me some. And now they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Our tables are like 20 feet long or something like that. Yeah. But it was the same thing. And I didn't realize how much people buy clothing on Amazon? Yeah. Why would you? Why would you? What? So, I, one caveat: I do buy these V-neck shirts on on Amazon because one, it doesn't involve a trip to Walmart, and I buy the same thing every time. It's so like every six months, I buy another pack of twelve or whatever, and I only wear black V-neck shirts now because I'm in like either camo pants or camo shorts because I'm some sort of like living meme of myself. I'm like, I'm a self caricature at this point. Um, so, uh, just rummaging through like random bags of clothes because why, why would you, why would you buy a clothing on Amazon? And then after that, why the fuck would you return it? Well, it makes doing those stores. It's like, why am I bothering to return anything in any kind of like nice way? You know, instead of instead of, uh, oh, I'm going to return this because I don't actually need it. It's like, oh, my thing broke. I'll just buy another one and then return that one and send back the bro- the broken one. They're just going to like sell it to some guy who has a bin store for a hundred dollars a pallet so that he can fuck you over for eight bucks a, a doohickey. Like that's what all that's, you know, the stuff you're getting that doesn't work. And uh, and it just, I think that really speaks to like our culture of disposability that I was talking about the other, the other week that everything is just trash. Everything is immediately, tra- immediately and constantly trash. You know, this, you buy these things on Amazon that are trash. You don't want them. So you send them off to the bin store for someone else to shuffle through them as trash. And then they eventually decide, no, I need something better. And they buy a new one off Amazon and throw away the one that you didn't want in the first place yeah um at least this the stuff only sits around for a week it's kind of like going to goodwill but goodwill is the same thing like you just go in and like hey i i am i'm guilty 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 of like we'll be i'll be riding around that bucket but hey drop me off at goodwill for a second i just just five minutes i just want to run in run through see if there's anything interesting and i'm out and there, there never is. Except yeah. I think I found some cast iron uh, several weeks back, like some cast iron pants. I was like, shit, that's really cool. But years ago, I found an amplifier 
and I talked about it on the show and it was blah, 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 blah. And I've got that in my head that like, if I, if I show up at the right time and like I found a couple of guitars there, I show up at the right time. Maybe I'll find like a guitar, mm-hmm. like a guitar that I can work because I love working on guitars. Case in point. Um, I love working on guitars. Maybe I can find someone's like cheap starter guitar that they broke the string on and didn't know how to replace it. And they just gave it away. Maybe I'll find that. Maybe I'll find someone's busted amplifier that I can work on. No, it's never there. It's, it's the, 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 you, like you were saying, like they'll, they'll, the one person got like the really cool find and then everyone else is like, I got to get in on this. And it's this like Ponzi scheme. Uh Like now you're roped in. Now I've got this idea in my head and it's gambling. It's, it's, it's straight up gambling. Like, Oh, if I, if I, if I, I just, I might find the right thing. I might, I might get my deal. Yeah. The, I got to wonder if Amazon is like in on this whole scam business. Like, yeah. So it's run by whatever non indigenous white person who, who is running it. But what if those stores are all just like, owned by Amazon and like these are the returns in your area or you know in my in Tulsa they're like shipping the Oklahoma City returns over to Tulsa and and vice versa so that when you return some you can't return something and then go to the bin store next week and try and find it and get a discount uh i now, these, like these were from all over i think <clears throat> yeah and but like if Amazon is in on that to make a what was a loss like oh yeah when people send us return broken shit and we not we can't process through it now it's a gain because now they're sell, they're at least selling them for five bucks a piece for whatever thing, and then it's up. To, then you can't return it if it's broken. So it's just like ah, fuck no. you. Now this ring light's gonna go in the trash. Uh, Ian's busted battery shark tub thing is gonna go in the trash. Uh, it's all it's all just gonna go in the trash. I and I I have buyer's remorse. Yeah, I have or shopper's remorse because I I regret even going to that store now. What a what a what a terrible thing. Uh, is, that, is that like a 12 inch ring light that that takes the usb yeah does it have a little buttons at the bottom and a holder for your phone yes i think i found that ring light for 16.99 on on amazon hey that's cool because i paid eight dollars for it and it doesn't work uh, that's what i'm saying you you buy this this ring light here and then you just take the new ring light out of the box, put that ring light in the box, and then ship that fucker back to Amazon, and some other poor soul can buy it at the next bin store day. Uh, okay, well, maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. I didn't even actually need a ring light. You can see I'm overexposed as it is. I just thought, hey, what a what a, what a a cool little idea. Well, you could turn off all the other lights, and then you'd be, you wouldn't be as overexposed. It looks like this one comes with a tripod, too, and a little button. Yeah, this one didn't come with a tripod. It did, however, come with this little gooseneck phone holder that goes in the middle of the ring light. Yeah. Which uh, I don't use my phone for podcasting, so I don't know. Uh, who knows? Who knows anything? Who knows anything at this point? All I know is I'm tired. I believe it. Well, uh, here's what I don't get. Podcast networks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I don't understand what the driving force is behind making or being a part of a podcast network. Like, 
I understand networking. You know, you go on someone else's podcast, they come on your podcast. Hopefully, you kind of cross expose, cross pollinate, and get a few more listeners. But this whole concept of like podcast networks, where I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have this network. I'm gonna like promote you on the network. I don't think it works because podcasts are so they like they had podcasts work when they they fit whatever niche thing you're into and the people are interesting. Like yeah. I like Star Trek a lot. I can't listen to these Star Trek podcasts because the people aren't interesting. They're they all have that NPR affect where they're like, and then in this episode, this week's episode of TNG talking. We're going to be talking about it. It's just like, I would rather fucking drink bleach than listen to this shit anymore. Yeah. Uh, but of course, there's no, there, there, I haven't found at least any angry Star Trek podcasts. There needs to be more angry Star Trek podcasts. But well, the problem is they tend to be pretty right wing and, and yeah. then people denounce them. Then they get canceled. Like yeah. we're jokingly part of the <clears throat> See You Next Tuesday podcast network. And it's only a podcast network insofar as like, we we just say the name as a joke from time to time. It's we're, there's no there's no benefit to it. I could see like a podcast network working if um like you subscribe to an RSS feed that was like see you next Tuesday podcast network and all these podcasts just like popped up in that one feed as they were released and then you could listen to whatever. But that would never work because like the same way. <clears throat> you know, back when television was all, everything was network television. That was the big deal. You were kind of stuck listening to that, watching those TV shows. You could watch like, yeah. it must see TV on NBC or CBS, you know, their crime and procedural bullshit, or you could watch like whatever family bullshit was on ABC. TGIF. And, and then Fox had whatever Fox stuff, but you, you know, you're watching those kind of four or five channels of stuff and it was just the lesser of two evils, whatever you watch. I don't think anybody was just like, in this household, we watch CBS and that's it. <clears throat> because, like, sometimes you like a sci-fi show. Sometimes you like a doctor show. Sometimes you like a procedural crime drama. Sometimes you like a sitcom. Sometimes you like, like, this sitcom that's on on NBC. And then you like the next sitcom that's on on Fox, you know, the next half hour. You're, you're surfing around. So like the networks were never so homogenized as to be, Oh, I'm going to just get this one kind of content and a podcast network. That's just, Oh yeah, here are six podcasts where people scream into the ether about how they hate their lives. It's really become grading pretty fucking quick. Like the podcast this week's network, episode of here's what I don't get is brought uh, to you by the moving walkways at airports. Okay. They're called moving walkways, not moving standways. They're not meant for you to stand there with your luggage and kids. They're made for me to go fast. Like my hero. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> fucking dynamically inserted ads. I don't know why that's funny, but it is. God bless Tim. I, damn it. These fucking dynamic ads have thrown me off again. I have lost my fucking train of thought. I'm oh. right in the middle of fucking trying to make us make a point, and then it pops in with some stupid bullshit ad for no, we're up to fourteen dollars eighty seven cents on these dynamically inserted ads. So I fucking just I yeah fucking irritating. I gotta figure out how to change that setting back. But the so <sighs> yeah, the podcast networks. I I don't understand them. Like you know. Maddox famously canceled. We were talking about this on the segment, one of the segments with Tony about, you know, Madcast Media and how it's been defunct now for two years. 
They haven't had not a single podcast on Madcast Media's uploaded an episode in two years. The whole network's podcast. What a shame. And I, uh, as as for fun, tried to get us on that network when it first happened. Yeah. And like the random amalgam of the shows that he had on there are just like, who fucking cares? Who? Well, so I would understand a podcast network. So the CNX Tuesday network was always kind of a joke, right? Yeah. Uh, the joke being that around the Dick show, there would be other podcasts who would network together and it would be a, um, a grassroots confederation. Yeah. And it it would all be podcasts associated with that show. And it would, it would, it would build itself. He wouldn't have to, it wouldn't be top down. It would be bottom up. And it kind of happened for a while. And so that was fun. And that was how this show got its start. Uh, and then like most of those podcasts eventually fizzled out unless you count like that Larry show, he's still going, but I, does he ever mention Dick Masterson or the see you next Tuesday network? I haven't listened to an episode of his in a long time. Uh, we are still, you know, technically a see you next Tuesday podcast, but like, I don't even listen to the Dick show anymore. He went so fucking off the rails. He's irrelevant. Now he's chasing clout on Twitter shouting into the ether about if you don't like the Budweiser beer cans and you're just a fucking dumb boomer, blah, blah, blah. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. No one cares about you anymore. Your stars in decline. Accept it. Accept it. You made your money. Go have fun. Do something else. Shouting at other people. Anyway. So, and that's like, you know, being part of that network, we thought maybe we thought maybe because he was making this amount of money at that time on Patreon, that that would translate to us. Turns out that didn't work. Uh, but we kept doing the podcast because we loved it. Yeah. And so, yeah, and you're right. Like being part of a podcast network didn't really mean anything. It was a fun joke for a while. And I think other podcast networks are going to figure that out. Well, like, uh, you know, Barstool Sports, they're spending tremendous amounts of money on podcasts. They're like paying these podcasts thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, you know, Caller Daddy was on Barstool Sports, and I think it's now on Spotify. And they're trying to fill that hole that was left when when that podcast left. And <clears throat> they're, the issue with those is like then people start their own little homebrew network. I remember a couple of years ago, and I don't think I ever talked about this on the show, but um, I found this Letterkenny podcast where they TV recap reviewed uh, episodes of Letterkenny in an excruciatingly boring way with two like vapid and uninteresting hosts. But I was I wanted to go like talk about Letterkenny on their show, so I was like, hey, you know, I'm interested in being on your podcast. I think it was on Reddit. Someone something got posted. Boy, that was like, your first mistake. Yeah, and they were like, oh, yeah, uh, here, join us in our Discord. And so I joined their Discord, but their Discord wasn't their Discord. It wasn't like the Letterkenny Podcast Discord. It was a pod, It was a Discord for another podcast uh, that was like addicted to podcasts or something. And that was a podcast that reviewed podcasts, kind of like WATP reviews podcasts. But instead of reviewing a podcast and being like, this is dog shit, Every single podcast they reviewed, it was like a glowing, like, oh, this show is so amazing, and they talk about this and that and blah, blah, blah. But then the real scam was what they would do is they would be like, oh, hey, uh, here's what I don't get. We really, we really liked your show. 
Uh, we're, we have a community of podcasters. If you want to join our Discord, we'll like give you a channel in our Discord that you can moderate and have your you know community be in. But then they're also like your community is constantly rubbing against all these other communities in the hope that it you know the rising tide lifts all ships. And all of the fucking shows were terrible. Not a fucking one of them was listenable. And I was just like, oh, this is a bunch of mediocre people joining together to celebrate their mediocrity, and none of them are open to the criticism that, hey, your shit sucks. So what yeah. ended up happening with those Litterkenny guys was like, I was scheduled to do an episode one week, and then they're like, oh, hey, we actually need to reschedule to like 10 minutes from now, right now. And I was like, I can't do 10 minutes from now. I have to be at work. And they're like, okay, well, we'll figure something out. We'll schedule you for another week. And then never heard from them again. Yeah, uh, which is which is kind of like a shitty and and disrespectful thing to do. Well, I mean, podcast scheduling is a thing. God, believe me, you and I know. But oh, podcast scheduling is absolutely a thing. But uh, you know, when I send you a follow up email and I'm just like, <laughs> "Hey, sorry, I couldn't do this thing. When's another time to reschedule?" And you don't reply. That's because you're an asshole. I ended up getting banned from that Discord because I started making fun of too many people. I started having too much fun. <laughs> and they I would like, they would delete all of my, like they delete the insult, like the jokes that I was making. And I was like, why are you guys deleting all the jokes that I'm making? And they're like, we're not, we're not going to discuss this. And then they would delete the discussion about deleting the things. And I was like, wait, why'd you delete the, you know, the discussion about the fact that you're censoring people's like jokes and, and humor because other people's feelings are too delicate to handle being like lightly teased. And they're like, uh, if you continue to like bring this up, we will ban you. And I was like, I don't fucking understand why, you know, you're, you're acting like a bunch your crybabies for no reasons and that was when i got banned have you gotten banned again from twitter yet not yet but i also forget like it's momentum i was talking about momentum earlier in the episode uh, i've lost all momentum of being on twitter i don't even remember we have a twitter until i like someone posted a twitter link in discord and i click it and it doesn't pop up the, like Sign into Twitter for the best experience to see what's going on. And you can't click any of the fucking links until you sign into an account. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, we have a Twitter. I don't care. You just like immediately find someone to insult and then just kind of like a MiG-21, just pop in, strike and zoom right out. <laughs> uh, I have I have like found some posts some of the posts that get shared i will comment very mean things on and i'm like I, I, yeah let's ban us again ban that us was, again i don't care man there's something so liberating about not giving a shit about a twitter account yeah because like so when we were taking podcasting a little more in earnest as far as like oh we're gonna have to build a twitter following and blah 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 I would I would start being cautious about the things that I would say when I was running the Twitter. We're like, I probably maybe I should make that joke, maybe not. Mm, will that one get us banned, or will that one, you know? And then like, but like when they, you don't care if you are on Twitter anymore. Like I've got my Uncle Buck Twitter, I hardly ever use it. And when I do, I just go on and like I'll pop into like one person's comments and just like fucking faggot, and then I'm out. <laughs> Uh, I do the same thing on Facebook. There's a couple of like, like there's that red letter media group yeah. that I somehow got into and it's nothing related to red letter media. Uh, and so I'll jump in like some chick will post her chest or something, but like, Hey boys, are you angry about tits yet? And I'll be like, 
fucking bitch and out and then <laughs> get fucked you dumb whore and then i'm out so um yeah yeah uh I've I've been doing I've been doing those snipe bombs on Instagram every now and again because you'll see these posts and then you'll see completely out of touch people like I went on a whole tire I, I didn't go on a whole tirade I went on there was a post that was talking about how uh, you know bo- boomers and Gen X at at forty had more of the total societal wealth than millennials now have at forty like. Just as a snapshot. And a bunch of boomers were in the comments like, well, they don't apply themselves and this and that. And it's like, no, uh, millennials don't have uh, the uh, equity, like the same amount of wealth that you did at 40 because you motherfuckers are holding on to all of it. And they're like, you guys should have, you guys should have taken more finance classes or or like learned instead of going into, uh, instead of going into underwater basket weaving, like gotten to, went and got, became a welder. And it's like, you fucking taught every fucking one of us that we had to go to college to get a degree. Otherwise, you'd be a burger flipper McDonald's. That was like the ever present narrative of my entire school age life from the fifth grade until I graduated from high school. Well, you want to know the problem there is now we got no fucking burger flippers at McDonald's because nobody wants to do it. Exactly. Exactly. So now, now, uh, you, 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 McDonald's always staffed by a bunch of teenagers and people who couldn't get a job somewhere else because they're too low IQ. And so now you go to McDonald's and there's like four people trying to run the entire restaurant, not like four per shift, like four people, like one person per per shift trying to do everything. Nobody, the Bojangles in Statesville, good fucking luck trying to go there. Those people, I, I, if they if they make your order. <sighs> Like, look at their fingernails when they hand you the bag because I guarantee they've been digging their asshole before they oh, made your gross. order. Like, it's just that's the quality of people that are doing this. Uh, there's, but a, yeah, there's a that's this is the world that boomers built. Like, they, they, <laughs> millennials didn't travel back in time and create all these rules that like have slowly turned the world into hell. The boomers were like laying this brickwork for years of selfishness. And so I just went to those comments and I was just, every one of the, the, like, those statements where I was like, you guys need to buckle down and get a job. I would just put, okay, boomer. And every single fucking one of them replied paragraphs, paragraphs being like, you're fucking a child millennial. You you don't never had a job. And it's like, where are you getting this? Did you click my profile of like pictures of my, my car and the glass blowing and like working backstage. And you're like, this guy must be a hadn't had a job. And so after they post their big, long tirade, I would just reply again, Okay, boomer. <laughs> and a couple of them replied again, and I'm just like, "You are doing this." Uh. Yeah. yeah, um, man. There's a little Caesars in Statesville that literally cannot keep enough people to to, to function. Of course not. And uh, so, like Wednesdays, we have practice at church for the for the for the praise band. And so those nights I'll go to Little Caesars and get a couple of pieces to feed the kids because I don't have time to cook. It's like a little ritual every week. Uh, and I started like following the saga and it's really weird. I'll go in and I'll recognize the manager and I'll be like, hey, did you get, did you manage to hire anyone this week? And she'll like stop and tell me this horror story about what happened this time. Well, I had a guy, but he showed up and he clocked in and then he left and never <laughs> came back. <laughs> 
And then he called me the next day. I was like, hey, do you need me to come to work? And she's like, you, no. you voluntary quit. And he's like, well, I was just dealing with some stuff. <laughs> See, now that's why people get mad at millennials because of shit like that. But it's uh, there's two sides to all of it. Like you just you just clocked in and walked right back out the door. Like didn't even put his phone down out of his hand. He, like walked in, punched buttons on the register because she's telling she's pantomiming as she's telling me the story. Right? Yeah. He walked in, he punched in, and then walked right the fuck back out the door. And never made a goddamn pizza. I was like, wow, that's amazing. This is more. <laughs> This the is more entertaining be better, than a podcast network. The only way it'd be, be it'd be better is if like he punches in right, he turns around, takes one of the hot and ready pizzas out of the bit the box, and, just, and then just walks right back out. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, the podcast networking. Like, I I've never heard. I'm I'm a lot more picky about podcasts than I think other people are probably. Uh, you know, I I've I've given stuff a try and if it's just like if it's there's an annoying voice or if the there's a too low of an energy or if they like talk about things in a way that I don't find interesting, I'll just like pull the ripcord right away. And so a podcast network network is just like here's a bunch of stuff that you'll never listen to. And so I'm just trapped in this world of of like never if I run out of a podcast that I like, I'm just like, well, I guess I'm going to sit in silence. Yeah. It, there's a, there's a lightning in a bottle to a good podcast. Yeah. And, um, what I found is like for every good, like legitimately good podcast, at least a dozen will spring up that are knockoffs. Mm -hmm. They'll kind of like, the, like after the good podcast does their talking points, all the other ones will like swoop in and pick up those talking points and do them poorly. Yeah. Or the, uh, that's why I try one, not to talk about anything that I hear on other shows. And I don't listen to other shows. Yeah. <clears throat> My media consumption is basically this show and like a couple of YouTube channels. And that's pretty much the extent of it. Like there was a, uh, some sort of like movie politics channel mm -hmm. and like so there's the ones that I like that you probably don't like I know I like watching Doomcock uh, I like Midnight's Edge and I know you find those cringy and that's fine but I, I use them to kind of keep keep news going so I can kind of keep an abreast of what's going on in the entertainment industry for my just amusement really and uh, then like there's this other one where like this guy and his wife and the guy was okay to listen to, and his wife was fucking insufferable. And they didn't say anything interesting. They just, like, repeated everything that everyone else was saying. They had no no original thoughts. It was just like, oh, hey, guess what, guys? Disney's in trouble, and here's why. And then the wife would be like, yeah, because blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, shut the fuck up, bitch. I don't want to hear your voice. Oh, my God. That yeah, happens a lot. There is there is a lot of that. I Women shouldn't podcast, I think, is probably, I think, where that basically comes down to. I don't know. Like, uh, the body language channel on YouTube is pretty good. She doesn't annoy me, mm -mm. but she's actually intelligent and she, and you never see her face. That's the other thing. It's like she's not like mugging for the camera and trying to, like, oh, look at me. I'm just, she just, just talks about her expertise, mm. and whatever this is that she's good at. And then, like, it's gone. I'm fine with that. That's yeah, how women I, should be. I, I Come in, do what be, they're good at, and then uh, just leave. They should just not have shoes on. They should only be in the kitchen, subservient to their husbands. No, definitely have them put <sighs> shoes on, because then they can't go outside and do shit. And I don't want stinky, dirty feet in my bed. 
Uh, anyway, well, that's <laughs> that, that's my issue, <laughs> and that basically wraps us up for this yep. big episode three thirty four. I'll uh, oh, catch everyone in Philadelphia if you're going to be there, the city of brotherly love. Butt fucking. Butt fucking. Now you're having butt sex. Now we're back to the gay butt sex show. Sex hour, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, join the Here's Now Get podcast network. You can listen to gems such as the gay butt sex hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely nothing like this show. You'll probably, if you like this show, you will definitely hate the gay butt sex hour. But hey, we're on the same network. So, like, fucking check it out. Do everyone a favor. We have to all be in this together, bullshit. Uh, uh-uh. God, I remember the podcast, like Internet Popular, that was like that was on for a hot minute with Clay and the Tranny. And uh-huh. uh, I had to edit. One, they asked me to edit one of their episodes because they were friends of mine and I did it. And I was like, wow, this is garbage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, this is the most uninteresting. Like, like, I am not qualified to be a podcaster. I'm really not. Yeah. The season one of the show was good because of Joel. And then I would like snipe in comments and say ridiculous shit. And people like, you know, that we had that interplay. Really, it worked because Joel knew what he was doing. So that was like a podcast of people who were just qualified slightly less than me. They're like, uh, 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 and nothing interesting. Yeah. A lot Most of those. podcasts were that way. A lot of those ones that pod fade. It's just like, yeah, because the people that are good at it make it seem so easy. And they make because, you want to join in because they're interesting, and yeah, they they can have a conversation, hold a conversation, and talk for three minutes without going, um, uh, uh, well, you know, like, uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, that kind of shit that makes me nuts when I listen to things. But people listen to that and go, oh, this this uh, this must be easy. The same kind of people that go to an open mic night at a stand up comedy club because they think, oh. You know, this, I can this tell jokes. comedian is so makes it seem so effortless. And like when I talk to my friends, I make them laugh. Surely this, I can go and do stand up comedy. You, you can't. <laughs> it's it, uh, karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. Karaoke. Oh, man. I've been in some bad karaoke clubs. What's fun? The best the best way to enjoy a karaoke club is to get up there and do your own karaoke, but make it very clear you do not give a single fuck. Like you're just there to have fun and make fun of them. And the hardcore karaokers do not like that. I've done karaoke twice. Once was at my church. That was a whole different thing. Uh, I did karaoke at a bar once, and I was fucking wasted and i did uh beastie boys you got to fight for your right to party mm-hmm. <laughs> slung the microphone <laughs> this guy they hired a dj to do this thing and like i started like swinging the mic by the cable and dropped it and did all that nasty shit oh god he was like his, 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 that dude was ready to fucking kill me he was yeah, and he, he was right he was right he was, yeah he was right <laughs> <laughs> i am what is wrong with karaoke uh, all right well that's it now over to me in the future doing the wrap up of the show. If you want to call into the Here's Our Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us in the Discord under voicemail upload. We actually have a couple of voicemails here from Jay. 
Gentlemen, it's Jay. Speaking of taxes, I got a, I don't know if this is a double header or a conjoined twin of an issue, but here's what I don't get. I got absolutely wrecked by Virginia this year because I had to be punished for leaving. So the, the federal refund was 500, which isn't great, but uh, sorry, the, the federal, what I owed is 500, which isn't great, but whatever. But this Virginia one, <laughs> Over $1,800, because, of course, I had to be punished for having the audacity to move to fucking Florida. I, I haven't recovered from moving costs. I haven't recovered from dumping thousands of dollars into keeping my cat alive, and, and I couldn't save him. But it doesn't matter. You know, you, you, you can't fill that in on the form. They're just like, no, fuck you. You did it bad. You got to be punished. And I am convinced that Intuit is the great Satan. Intuit is responsible for Mint, is responsible for QuickBooks, is responsible for TurboTax. Now, Mint is pretty all right. I use it some. QuickBooks, what I do at my job is helping keep that thing alive despite it being terrible, terrible software. And TurboTax, well, everybody knows TurboTax. What a lot of people don't know is that Intuit has lobbied the government to get it so that you cannot file your stuff for free online if you have a 1040 easy. Yep. They're exorbitant. And in my situation where, again, I made the mistake of moving, you have to open your wallet and cry each time they go, oh, you did something on the side. Well, you have to go up to self-employed. Oh, you did this. They just upsell at every turn. And even the, I think it was like Free Tax USA, Easy Tax USA, I can't do because I work remotely, so it counts as working in another state, and it's just a giant fucking mess. And I know that comparatively, the U.S. still has a lower, usually, tax rate than other countries. But even then, it's just, I did not fucking need this. And I also know that if you get money back, it means the government did wrong, and it's not, it's really your money regardless. But it just burned the whole fucking thing to the ground. Defund, you know, defund the IRS, stop giving Intuit money until they either get their act together or better yet, just the earth opens up and swallows them fucking whole. And then maybe, just maybe, my life can be easier. That was it. Stay furious. Yeah, the whole fucking tax system is completely arbitrary and broken. The fact that you have to pay a percentage on something necessary to live is absolutely ridiculous. You know, people are always like, well, if we don't pay taxes, who is going to pave the roads? I don't give a fuck. I'll fucking ride on a dirt in a dirt field, but uh, rather than deal with this bullshit system of taxes, uh, so, you know, sales tax while annoying is at least taxing the movement of money, but to be taxed, you know, 15, 30% when you start to add in all of these uh, social security costs, these, uh, you know, your FICA and, and Medicaid withholdings, and then the actual fucking taxes you're paying to the federal government, the state government, or the, if God forbid you live in one of these areas where you have to also have to pay city income taxes. Like if the difference between um, a living wage and a non-living wage is, you know, seven twenty-five to fifteen dollars an hour. What is it when the government is taking seven twenty-five an hour out of my pocket? Like, who is that helpful to? To just for the just for the sake of because I earn money, uh, you know, they're they're taking the equivalent of like a fucking year's rent. I'm paying rent on being alive, 
And then you get these fucking companies like TurboTax that make themselves ubiquitous. The government says, well, there needs to be a free version for poor people. And they're like, okay, there is a free version. It's impossible to get to. You can only get to it through like this whole cockamamie scheme of going through IRS and this and that. And you can get the federal free edition. But, oh, shit, sorry, buddy. You earn more than like $30,000, so you're not eligible. You got a single 1099. You're not eligible. You have some kind of weird taxes. Oh, oh you, you move states. You're not eligible. You're going to have to pay for TurboTax Deluxe for nine or whatever it fucking costs these days and and then you know end up still paying hundreds to thousands of dollars to the federal government because uh, you didn't pay enough and also we're going to charge you an underpayment penalty because you should have withheld more from your paycheck to know that you were going to owe taxes fucking round them all up the whole fucking IRS is just a bunch of excess people that we do not need uh, here's one from the voicemail hotline Looks like we got a bunch of these fake things. Your voicemail thing is so gay. But anyways, it's a, I just thought I'd let you know I'm going to jail tomorrow for 36 days for something I didn't even do. But that's fine. Um, if you want to call me today or tomorrow before 5, all right? If anything, write me at 211 West Market, only Illinois, 62450. That's uh, Joe address. I'm going to get off here and say something to meet the old man for lunch. Love you, bud. Later. Did I? I must have, like, gotten drunk in Illinois by accident and, like, left the here's where I'll get number somewhere. And someone got, got it put in their phone. Sorry this person's going to jail. Probably didn't pay their taxes. This is Mom. Hey, Mom. Okay. We need PP. For your bunghole? Penny liners. For your bunghole? Four bread, red grapes, ham and cheese hot pocket, ham and cheese orange sherbet, oatmeal packets, three puzzle book, lid find, earmuff, <laughs> mm. uh, mom called again. This is Mom. We just ran out of the baloney. Sorry, Mom. We're going to be needing some. I hope you guys get your baloney. Here's one that's actually for us. Here's what I don't get. Walmart's curbside pickup associates. First, I have a hard cover on the bed of my truck that's on air struts. They can't ever figure out how to open this thing. You just push up on it, and it lifts itself. Instead, they wrestle with the tailgate and try and open that first, and that doesn't work because the lip of the tonneau goes over it. Then, invariably, they'll walk up to my window halfway through putting groceries in the bed of the truck and tell me there's no more room. It's a whole bed of a truck. How could there be no room? So I go stacked look. them all in the very, very end. If they made a shotgun that fired groceries into the bed of the truck, it would be more neatly stacked than these people put it in there. So now for the second consecutive week, I've had to get out of the truck and load my own groceries when doing a curbside pickup. I feel like Walmart, when hiring these people, asks them, is there a history in your family of mental illness? And when they say, duh, they say, 
Well, we're going to hire this blue chipper right away. No, I think they do a drug test and they're like, uh, ma'am, your drug test came back very, very saturated marijuana, uh, traces of meth, and uh, also a little bit of heroin and GHB. Can you become an assistant manager? Wow, man, Bradley, give me a call. Uh, thank you, sir. I love you too. I like the pendant on it. Now what? I, I know. Now what? Please stop calling here. Hey, guys. Dead Home here. And as you guys know, I work at a bank. And uh, I had this person come in. He seems like the kind of guy Sperm that would brag bank. about his credit and being able to he buy a boat. He helps people make fucking stupid decision. And this guy, not giving them run around, making sure he knows what he's doing. He's got a baby with him. And whatever, credit slots, he has to come in later. Comes in next week, and this guy's just all up in his fucking anti-pants fucking shit. So I give him the runaround again, make sure he doesn't fucking forget anything, right? And then he goes, oh, well, uh, the babysitter is uh, taking care of the baby. Okay, well, the baby's taking care, of, <laughs> taking care of. And, you know, that just reminded me of your issue last week about the TSA. And it uh, really... So set me at home, you know, go fuck yourself. Goodbye. That's, that's what we refer to in the business as a callback, a callback Colin. Uh, Visitors entrance. Good afternoon. Good we afternoon. are pleased to announce that all visitors may again start utilizing Some the designated visitors entrance at Oakview. Feel uh, free to continue to come through the business office, but the visitors entrance provides more parking and easier access to the facility. Please continue to use the AccuShield machine that takes your temperature. One of these machines has been placed inside the visitor's entrance doors for your use. Thank you, and enjoy this beautiful spring day. I will. Thank you. Hey, yo, baby, this is Jarvis. We hooked up last night. Uh, I, I don't know who that is, your voicemail, but is that your boyfriend? He sound like a fucking bitch. Mandy, he sound like a fucking bitch. I am a bitch. You fuck with me, bitch? I am fucking with you, If bitch. not, baby, give me a call back. Call it back. I, I didn't think this was going to work. It had, like, had characters in it. But, all right, just call me back, baby. Uh, she's not calling you back, sir. Someone's calling us from the Village Inn at 5.07 p.m. on Tuesday. All right, then. Got another one here from the uh, Discord. Hey, I'm Buck. This is Jay. Long time. Here's what I don't get fan and just want to say I'm sorry for your loss and I understand my grandpa passed a little over a year ago and it's still rough. I'm not a big poetry fan but there's one by Edna St. Vincent Millay called Dirge Without Music that helped me out uh, with grandpa and wanted to recommend it maybe it'll help you too. Take care. Yep get your uh, condolence voicemails into Aunt Buck. 
Uh, here's another probably wrong number. Several notices in the mail that you have yet to extend your warranty past the factory sure, cutoff. And this is a courtesy call to renew your warranty before we close the file. If you're interested in renewing your auto warranty now, I, I'm not actually interested. I wish you would kill yourself, actually. Uh, it says I have two voicemails, but uh, that there's one, yeah, for next time Mr. Chat goes in. So that's our voicemails. That was our episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I hope I see some of you guys in um, Philadelphia this weekend, and I hope you enjoyed this extra super-duper packed episode of Here's What I Don't Get.